when Obama won, I was mm-hmm. talking to Al, and I told him that there's this pin, there's this like weird hybrid pinball military game on on GameCube called Odama, mm-hmm. where you're playing it with the controller, but you're also talking into the microphone to tell troops to do certain things on the field, while while you're like smashing things with a big pinball. And I was telling Al, I was like, uh, Obama won, so I'm just like, all right, when I come home on Thursday, I'm going to play like three hours straight of Odama, the pinball game, and I didn't. I feel bad about it. <laughs> because um, because because he was talking about Odama in an earlier episode, and I was like, what, Barack Odama? He's like, yes, the first black pinball game. Change. Oh. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Tracking Dynamic Podcast. We are at episode 113 on the Smooth Hour. We're sitting here with Al. We got a new president. He's black, as as David Allen Greer said on Chocolate News. Holy shit! Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uncensored. Okay, I was going to say, does network TV censor that? Uh, we have Toner. We have, we have a black guy on our podcast. He's black. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> And shave his head. He looks like Obama. No, he doesn't. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just stretching it because he's black. I'm sorry. That's terrible. That That's is terrible. Bad. You shave Yao Ming's head. He looks exactly like me. That's right. All right. We shave Ricky Martin's head. He looks exactly like you. That's that's right. That's right. Okay. Ooh. Good job. Uh, and I'm your host, uh, Mr. Chupan. Real name is Austin, and I play games, and so do we all. Um, okay. And we have an Asian guy and a Puerto Rican guy on a podcast, too. Where's the white guy? He is uh, uh, doing college stuff. He's doing Jew stuff. Oh, that's No, no, terrible. no, no, the other, the other white guy. The other white guy. Oh, Basso. Ethan has, yeah, slumps. What is Basso? He's, he, that's his last name. No, what is he? Oh, he's... Uh, we got to call him out. We he's Marylandian. Who? Mar- I, I don't know. Let's move on. <clears throat> so, Tony, since, since we missed you last week, what have you been playing? I just, this morning, finished God of War. Ah, PSP. Oh, are you, you going to play it over again in the hard difficulty? I have to. I got to get more characters. More characters? I didn't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know they had options for picking other characters. Uh-huh. So, play as like a different version of Kratos with different abilities. That's and it's an funny, that's an they avatar. didn't explain it well enough. Yeah, and I avatar. played. What's that again, Tony? Avatar. Yes. Something you play. Yeah. And um, I didn't. They didn't really explain it well enough. Basically, you like hold a button and then you press start to start a new game or something like that. I think you hold select or you, one of the two things, and then you get to choose who you want to play as. I didn't know. But that. I didn't know that. Is that a because, choose? well, no. They tell you it, it's very vague as to how they tell you when you look at it in the cheats menu. Mm. But. Uh, <laughs> All right, you, uh-huh. you you did finish the game, right? Yeah, I just and then after you finished the game, I just you you went start to a new game, and it said you want to load your old, old information, and I said yes, and it gave me two characters to choose from and two blank spots. Okay, see, I pressed X instead of start. <laughs> and what they do is they it, <laughs> like it when matters. you look at the list, it it does because when you press X, it just brings you to a regular new game. And I did God mode on a regular ass save as opposed to continuing the, with the information that I had before and being able to choose that other character. And the, the reason why is because when you look at the secrets, it 
gives you the character and says, start on new game. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'm always starting a new game. I, I can load a game, but what difference does that make? So they didn't really explain it. That one is a press start when choosing a new game to choose this character. How'd they get their QA? Hmm. Uh, anyway, so uh, what else? Uh, yeah, I just passed it. I beat the shit out of Persephone. About um, <clears throat> I uh, well, actually, let me rephrase this. I finally beat the shit out of. Her. Yeah, that, that's a lot better. Beat the shit out of me fifteen times. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and I I think that's a spoiler. But if you don't own a PSP, who cares? So like, I own a PSP. Oh, I thought Titan was going to be the last master, or even Morpheus. We don't see Morpheus. No. We don't see him. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm listening. Keep going. Uh, yeah, Austin. We don't see Morpheus. Morpheus. Not the guy from fucking, you know, Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> no, Morpheus. We don't see him. We don't battle him. We battle... Persephone, um, that's okay, and she was a pain in the ass, but I was expecting, like, a more dramatic battle. This was the same problem with, like, Final Fantasy XII. Hey, by the way, when you guys are done talking about this th- these things, just ye- let out a yell so that I can hear it, because I'm not listening. I literally am not listening. The thing about that is that he's actually talking to you. I know. I told him I'm not listening, so I don't know what he's doing. I don't know why you're listen- not listening. Because you said it's kind of a spoiler, so I don't want to hear the spoilers. You're ridiculous. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You're going you're gonna to edit this shit anyway. You're going to listen but to it. Doesn't don't, matter. Don't, he edits it because he's still got to hear it. So then don't say it. Ridiculous. That's the whole point. Not because he doesn't want other people to hear it. Is that he doesn't want to hear it. I haven't played these games yet. Well, when you play it, it's going to be fun. Okay. It's going to be great, and you're not going to be disappointed at all, except for what I tell you. Is that and a... That's why it's for... <laughs> story. Um, so, um, yeah, pass that game. Very great. Love that game. Oh, awesome game on a PSP. My God. There are a lot Thank of those. God. Thank God. Oh, well, a lot of them, maybe, but... Of what I own? No. So then you should dump what you own. Because what exactly. you own is shit. <laughs> exactly. I have Family Guy. I have, well, actually, um, Ghosts and Goblins, uh, Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins, uh, great game. Yeah. But, like, most people will, like, that's under the radar. They're like, hey, I'm not going to buy that. It doesn't have, it doesn't have uh, you know, John Madden in it. You know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, what the hell? So, you bought I'm it. Here. Like huh? You bought it. That's all that counts. That's, <laughs> what, that's what, else, what, what else have you been playing? Uh, no, no, that's it. I passed that this morning. Uh, that... and that's, yeah, and I was busy, so. Yeah. Al, mm. what uh, have you? Oh, yes, have I. Mm. Play uh, you. Did you? Play me. Have I? I play. Have you? Yes. All right, <laughs> let's, let's go. What are you playing? Um, Final Fantasy IV, On the Moon, I uh, got Bahamut. What? Oh, shit. What's your hour count at? 28 hours. How how hard was it to fucking get to him and then beat him? 
Oh, yeah. Well, it was easy to beat him, but, well, not easy. But basically, I got through uh, two Mega Flares before I beat him. Um, it's good that I have two people who can res and one, you know, I mean, I'm like pretty high level, I guess. I'm 61 now with Cecil and uh, 58, 59 with the girls and Edge is still lagging at like 57 or 56. But on there, for, huh? some, for some reason, he's always lagging behind. Like, it, yeah, it, it's, it's due to the way that they messed up the leveling when you get new characters. Anyway, go on. Yeah, because they, they started him out at like level, like 10 levels under everybody else. Yeah, and he's always dying. He's he's got like terrible magic resist, and every time somebody casts a magic spell on him, he dies. I'm like, you motherfuckers. But anyway, um, the Lydia has death and flare, and I was using flare on like everybody, um, and Rosa has holy and arise, so. When the time permits, I'll I can rest somebody with arise, and I don't have to worry about healing them or them getting killed like right after they get resurrected and everything like that. So um, the only hard part about getting to Bahamut was the behemoths, because of course behemoths are just like in every other Final Fantasy game, fucking hard, um, forty thousand HP and all the crap, um, and then they. they hit everybody with, uh, you know, the tornado if you hit them with magic, which made things really difficult for me. Um, so other than that, then, you know, the, the couple of the groups, like the, the mages, the dark mages, I don't know if you remember that, Austin? Uh, you mean, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like three different types of enemies in there. There's the dark mages, the moon maidens, dark and then the dragons. That, yeah, the dark was those combinations are what I was talking about before that were really annoying me. That like one would cast a level three spell, the other would cast a level three spell, and the last one would cast a level three spell, and three of my guys would be down just like that. Yeah, um, I, every time I faced like those three, I would just run and money <laughs> up. I'm like, I I refuse to fight three of those guys. It, and it, I think you're you're pro- uh, you said sixty. I don't know. You you will get to a point where they become really easy, and all you have to do is just make sure that you cast like. Uh, Heal? I want to say... No, no, no. I want to say slow and stop. So the first two turns, the instant you get the chance, you cast slow and then stop. Or stop and slow. Yeah, see, my problem is that before I get a turn, they're already casting their spells on me. So I'm like, just run. <laughs> right. I, that's what, one thing is you'll, you'll reach a point where those your guys are going to be fast enough that they, they go first. Oh. And then you just, you just stick slow and stop at the top of their menus. Yeah. Um, so other than that, wait, I have, right now I'm trying to get through the, the tunnel so I can proceed with the game. I haven't played it in a while, but I'm probably going to try and finish it um, or at least get... No, I'm going to try and get to the point, like to the end points of the game by the end of the weekend, if I can find some time. Uh, because since I'm home this weekend, I've been playing other games. I finished oh. Castle Crashers yesterday, or this morning actually. Did the patch um, come out? Hmm? The patch came out a while ago, right? No. Oh. And patch it. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, keep going. Um, it really doesn't affect my game at least. Uh, I've gotten through the entire game with no problems and mm. you know, the multiplayer I had to play for like three hours and then it crapped out. 
Um, but now they have an insane mode, which insane. is they're the hard difficulty. Um, I'll probably try it out later on, but I don't think I'm high enough level at the moment. Mm. Uh, let's see. I played some Gears of War when the sun came up. When the sun came up. Not only because I, I had <laughs> done some other things in between. And, uh, and the only reason why I'm saying when the sun came up was because I was playing Castle Crashers pretty much all night. Um, I woke up at about 10 o'clock. I cleaned up the house a little bit. And then I played Castle Crashers. And then I played WoW. And then I wasted time. And then I played Gears of War. And I'm stuck at this one part because I'm playing on um, Hardcore. Oh, God. And oh, wait. I'm playing Hardcore too. What I'm saying. Uh, mm-hmm. which chapter? Four? Three. Three? Oh, yeah. is, it, is, it, is it at the point where, um, you run down this hill and then there are a whole bunch of, of, of like, reptilian-looking motherfuckers with, uh, with cross, with those crossbows? That's the point. Oh, my God. I got, I got almost, like, 90% through that, and then... I, I didn't have some guy that monster that fucking had chains on him. What the fuck? Chains? Uh, you know, the monster they were holding, and he breaks free and beats the shit out of you. Uh, does it look like a humanoid? No, it looks like a big fucking beast that you have to do something with a door, and I can't get through it, and he kills me. I have no idea. <laughs> what chapter is this? Uh, maybe three, four, I don't know. It probably know. isn't three, because the only big thing in three is the corpser, and that's that big spider-looking motherfucker. Oh, well, obviously, I suck at this game, so... <laughs> oh, you haven't gotten there? No, it was a berserker or some shit like that. That's, that's chapter one. Chapter... That's chapter one? Berserker chapter that... one. A berserker is chapter one. They, all, they, they come back in chapter chapter three or four, though, somewhere. I they do? that bad? I, <laughs> I don't know. So, Motherfuck! Oh, that's it. I gotta give up, James. That's it. I'm talking about the brumac, but you don't actually fight that thing. No, 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 not the brumac. I'm talking about something that uh, you know everybody was like trying to be quiet around, so not to alert it, and they alerted it. Berserker, yeah. The berserker, and I suck. Thank you. The one. I'll continue. I I forgot what you were saying. No, I was just talking about Gears of War. Um, that's pretty much the extent of what I've been playing this week uh, because I had to work and stuff. I, pl- I did get Castlevania X, uh, Castlevania Dr- Dracula X Chronicles. Did you start it? I beat the first level and then I had to turn it off because I went to sleep. And that's all I've been playing. Have you been playing anything, Austin? I finished up Bleach DS for review during the week. Uh, really good game. I scored it an 8-5. They knocked it down to an 8. Um, oh. So, I, whatever. Anyway, still, the point is, it's a, it's, it's a really good fighting game. Uh, and it's, I, as, as we speak, I'm sending it back through the post office today. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to send it back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep that game. But, um... I tried playing online with somebody, and the lag is kind of well for my router at least. The lag was a little bit uh, on the uh, on the um, on the bad side for for some of the fights, but it wasn't terrible for for others. Like I was able to, it's play, it's definitely playable. You just have to get the right connection and the right person. So 
I, just as a test, I was uploading the podcast. I was uploading another episode of the podcast while I was playing it online on sun- last Sunday. Um, I was uploading a file. I'm sorry. And so while I was uploading, I was like, hmm, let me see how slow it is if I play it while I'm uploading something. And it went like frame, frame, frame. Um, sure. Frame, frame. And the guy just disconnected. I'm like, sorry, guy. <laughs> um, but uh, outside of that, I've been trying to clear out my backlog. So the first thing I did was go to Call of Duty 4 on my DS, which I bought like a year ago. <laughs> so I, uh, I've i been trying to get through that. It's really imp- – for anybody who hasn't played Call of Duty 4 on the DS, which I'm sure there are many of you out there because you'd rather play the console versions, it's a really impressive uh, rendition of – a first-person shooter on, you know, on a handheld. I mean, yeah, there's Metroid Prime Hunters, which, personally, the multiplayer is great, but the single-player is... I don't like the way it's designed. It's like just going back and forth, and, and, and it feels like a... I don't know. It just it feels like a scavenger hunt to me. Um, it is a scavenger hunt. And then Brothers in Arms DS is a... Uh, like, after the first stage, I was like, I was like, wow, these these visuals are impressive, and... You know, they have a cover system and everything. After that initial shock wore off, I'm like, this doesn't play very well at all. Mm. This is actually a pretty bad game. And then I tried to finish it uh, on, like, Friday or, or, or Thursday or something it, so that I could sell it back. But, like, I can't even stand it enough to finish it. And I'm, on like, I'm like, on the last two, three chapters. So I, I don't even want to sit through that. But this is... Um, the, I guess you would say this is, uh, this is Metroid Prime Hunters in terms of gameplay mechanics, but it's pure Call of Duty in terms of design. Like, it's, it's, it's that same scripted stuff, and yeah, you'll get the moments where you go into an area and you'll see enemies just kind of spawn in, and it looks really bad, which is, which is kind of what Call of Duty games are semi-notorious for. Like, if you stay in the wrong spot, you can see people spawn in, like, infinitely, and it looks really, really bad, even in the PC versions. But um, it, uh, it, it plays really well. It's, it's got some nice action sequences to it, it's got, it's got um, you know those uh, those videos that they put on, on YouTube of like the guy in the in the, in the bomber, like looking at over the landscape and they're like, oh, there there goes there goes ter- there goes uh, someone right there. Let's bomb him. And then they drop a bomb on him, and it's right, all in black right. and white. They yeah. had that in Call of Duty Four on the console version, and they and they recreated that pretty well on the DS too. So mm-hmm. they they basically really did shove the console version onto the DS. Um, I don't I can't speak for whether or not the actual level structures are the same. Like if they if the maps are actually the same and they just shrunk it down, or if they actually made different maps, but it they did and space did a good job with it basically. And the, the one regret that I have is that it doesn't seem to have online multiplayer. So mm. and that that's something that I would have liked. Uh, but anyway, yeah. If it, it, Call of Duty Four for the DS is a I would say if you want to take a shooter on the go, I'd recommend it. Definitely recommend it over like what's out there. Besides Metro Prime Hunter, is that 007 game? I have no idea. I haven't played a first-person shooter on the DS in years. Yeah, but I, I definitely recommend it over that. I'd recommend it over Metro Prime Hunters, definitely, like, if you're looking for single-player, because that game was... Ugh. Anyway. Uh, I think... I'm trying to think. I think that's all I've been playing. Uh, maybe Scrabble on my mobile phone. That's about it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that it. Shall we move on? Yeah. Fuck news.
We are at the news bag, and we're going to uh, start off with crises. Circuit City is closing 155 stores. Company blames continued weak macroeconomic environment. This this got kind of tipped off to me. Not tipped off to me, but like I, I kind of got suspicious when I read a story somewhere else. I, it might have been Ars Technica. It might have been Sutra, I can't remember. But I read this I read this story somewhere else that was saying that uh, Sony shipments to Circuit Cities had all been turned back at the door. Nobody like, be- no, they were turned back halfway. Oh, halfway. Okay, I'm halfway sorry. in transit. You're right. Um, not, with me, guys. not just not just no, not just PlayStation, but like Sony stuff in general. And they're like, if the entirety of Sony shipments are getting turned back, then something's wrong. Um, and so here we are, uh, 155 stores closed. Uh, Al, I told you yesterday that 80th Street was closed down, but I was incorrect. It's not. I think my uh, my mom, who was telling me about this, that she read it, was just talking about the fact that she read about the closings in general and not the uh, So, yeah. But um, Circuit City claims that the federal government owes an $80 million tax refund towards the company. That has not been paid. Hmm. The, let's see. The affected store stores will be were, were beginning to close on November 5th. Um, they cite the poor economy, weakened consumer confidence, and a rough retail environment. The company will also be reducing its number of new store openings, cutting out 10 locations that were expected to open. Um, let's see, in this last paragraph, this is from Steve Watts at oneof.com, by the way. The last paragraph says, The Wall Street Journal's Market Watch recently predicted this move to avoid bankruptcy, and it's certainly not welcome news for the people that, this, that Circuit City employs. For gamers, this means that you may soon have one less place to go to to pick up your titles. As a silver lining, though, store closing sales amid the busy re- release season may get you good deals on games that have recently come out. So, yeah, Circuit City, like, I go to Cheap Ass Gamer and I look at ads on TV, and they kind of seem to be at the forefront of, like, buy a game, get a gift card, or buy a game, mm-hmm. get a Microsoft Points card or something. They seem to be the closest ones to mimicking Amazon's kind of deals. Like, I, and I could be misinformed. That's why I need your guys' help. Like, I, I don't seem to see as much. Of this from Best Buy. Mm-mm, none of that from Best Buy. None of that? I've never seen. I mean, I've seen. No. I have not gotten a gift card or a any kind of electronic card with a game purchase. Usually with Best Buy, it's just flat dollars off. Okay. Okay. So they do like have like sales for like one week releases. Yeah, they'll have really good sales. That's right. That's that's how we both got. That's how we both got the stupid um, Guitar Hero Rocks the '80s. Yeah. Okay. So they, but but in general, like the kind of de- like deals in general, like I seem to s- see more of it coming out of Circuit City. And again, I I, I could be wrong. Um, I see it more frequently out of Circuit City now. It's like a lot of times Best Buy, what they're doing is they'll you know, give you just $10 off a game, but Circuit City will give you a $20 value with the game or a $15 value with the game or even a $25 value with the game. So you'll pay $60 for the game, yeah, but you'll get a $25 gift card out of it. Yeah, when, when I when I lost my Game Boy Advance um, and I got a new one, I got like, I got a um, a Metroid Fusion edition that was like a Circuit City special. Basically, it came with it was a white GBA SP with Metroid Fusion packed in for the regular price, and I'm like, huh? Like I saw this nowhere else. It was like a Circuit City thing. I'm like, how are they doing this? Um, which I promptly sold Fusion back because I already had it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I mean, like I saw a commercial two days ago on Thursday for Gears of War. Gears of War 2 with a 1,600-point card. That's what, mm-hmm. 20 bucks? Mm-hmm. You know? And is it, that deal's over, isn't it? We missed it. No. Oh, oh it's, it's not? Going. Oh, okay. So like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying like, to get some energy to go get it today. <laughs> no, it's just that I've been up since 10.30 last night. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. I wanted to go at 10, but they didn't answer their phone. I didn't want to waste my time and go, like, if they were closed. Right. Or if uh, they didn't have it in stock. Or if they weren't doing the sale at that store. Maybe yeah. I'll just go. Yeah. Where do you... I told you back. Tony, where do you usually get your games? Uh, I get them from anywhere. I could get them from Circuit City, Best Buy. I could get them from GameStop. Where do you? Usually, the question is, where do you usually find yourself getting games? That's what I meant. Well, that's what I was going to say. Anywhere that I find it, like uh, you know, I'm very, very like uh, I guess like you know, just for the moment. So like, if I walk by a store and they're oh, they're advertising this. Let me go. Okay, like, that I see. Okay. Yeah, because, like, I usually find myself going to GameStop because it's right there. Mm-hmm. Like, there are two within – there's one, like, uh, there's one nine blocks uptown for me. There's one ten blocks downtown of me. There's three in the fucking mall over here. Oh, shit. What? Three in one mall? Uh-huh. <laughs> it used to be EB and – um. Oh, that's why. Software, and, Software, et cetera. Yeah. And they just combined, and there you go, three stores. And they're not closing, so they're not losing business. What? How the fuck? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, but I do once in a while go to Circuit City, and I find some ridiculous, like ridiculously low-priced Game Boy Advance games from like way back when that I've been meaning to buy and I hadn't bought. So like, like, like that yeah. boxing game Counterpunch. That, that mm-hmm. like, oh, that looks kind of fun. We're gonna buy it. And we never did. And then that one day I saw it in Circuit City for like eight dollars. I'm like, Al, you want it? You're like, okay. <laughs> I still haven't played it yet. I still haven't played it. But, but circuit sales, you know what I'm saying? They are notorious for having clearance sales on games that are actually like, good. Guys like us, we weren't, but we just didn't buy because it, it was too expensive. Like, and then now it's like 15 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, like Wiz. Oh, man, I miss that store. I got, I got Mortal Kombat 5 Deadly Alliance from the Wiz when it was closing in my building. Well, uh, that was a great place to work if you wanted video games. That's where I got all my systems. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. 3DO, uh, the 32X. Uh, uh, Are you just listing off all the failures? <laughs> I'm listing off that this is like following in the same suit. I mean, they they give it. No, 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 because you said 3DO and 32X. I'm like, you're listing off all the shitty consoles. Well, <laughs> well, they're shitty, but you bought them. I didn't. That's the whole point. Oh, you bought them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy him. Hell no. But um, yeah, there used to be a whiz like right in my building, and you know it was going out of business. So I bought Mortal Kombat Five for like twenty bucks. This is just like about a couple of months after it had come out, and I tried it at Alice Place, and I'm like, all right, yeah, this is not that bad, but I don't want to spend fifty dollars on it. Uh, twenty bucks, and I got Resident Evil to Zero the week before that when it was still closing for thirty bucks. It was basically like a ramp down. They were closing over the span of like four weeks, and every week the prices would go lower and lower and lower as their inventory started to clear out, and so I'm just like. I'll wait to buy these games, right? And then I um, I I looked at the shelves and I'm like, you know, all right, they're gonna they're, they're still closing. I'll wait till next week till the prices go down. And the next week, all the games that I really wanted were gone. I'm like shit, 
And so then I saw Resident Evil for 30 bucks. I'm like, I'm not going to wait on this. Resident Evil Zero looks like a really good game. I'm going to buy this. Still haven't played it yet. Then I saw um, Mortal Kombat 5 the next week, and it was 20 bucks. I'm like, 20 bucks is a good price. I'll get it. And then the next week, they, they, like their inventory was almost dwindling to like a complete halt. But they had this, um, they had this Robotech game that was cell shaded and that that like it was getting some pretty decent reviews. And it was 20 bucks too. So I'm like, I think I'll get that. And that was a mistake. But that was like kind of uh, that was kind of like your eyes are bigger than your stomach. So it's like, yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, I'll, I'll get this. Yeah. And then I played. it, I'm like, this this game is not so good. And so right. I don't. Do you remember that game, Al? I brought it over to your place and we we're playing it. It was like some Robotech game that was cell shaded and. I don't remember. Robotech. No. I don't. Sorry. So yeah, I sold that back. Anyway, um, <laughs> more more bad news across the industry. Although this particular one might not be so bad. Uh, I titled this one. I titled this uh, news piece. Uh, when I was posting the link in the bucket, Useless Studio lays off employees. And I say useless because this is Brash Entertainment, which is the studio behind the game Jumper, which is, you know, the licensed game from the movie. Mm-hmm. It's Jumper. <clears throat> well, it, it's yeah. you know, people that jump into space <laughs> and whatever the fuck. I mean, like <laughs> Not really, but kind of, yeah. Um, I'm going to look up their, their games right now. Um, because yeah, We're going to make a game based on Saw. Oh Jesus! The, the, I don't know if you remember when this, we when heard this guy, about that like a year ago. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, our mission is to is to exploit licenses and come out with good movie license games because <laughs> nobody's paying attention to them, right? And the first game they come out with is Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh dear, that, to exploit. <laughs> and they were apparently working on a Superman game. Is um, that their apparent mission plan? Yeah, that's the, their 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 purpose. <laughs> Their purpose as a firm was to, hey, our purpose is to make licensed games because we don't think anybody's making good licensed games. Fuck you. Huh? You shut your mouth, bitch. What? I'm not talking to you. Oh. (laughs) What? (laughs) My wife. Where's where's Austin? His, His computer's rebooting. Oh. That's so shame. he's hosting with the laptop that has the uh, all recording. And I'm supposed to be having company at 6 o'clock. At when? 6. Oh, you got plenty of time to sleep and pull yeah, out your I dreads. Got, and... I got things to do. <laughs> and Hopefully yeah. something that I can do if we can finish this podcast fast enough. Well, I got to go to Mamma Mia, so uh, in about 15 minutes, I want to call it quits, but I, I really want to fucking read that headline. My God. Which one? The, the, what? Who's suing World of Warcraft? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that guy, that oh. guy is crazy. <laughs> and I love the caption that they have with, with Jack Nicholson in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's <laughs> Damn, that is fucking funny. <laughs> did, did you see the actual um, the motion? It's handwritten. <laughs> you have led me into a fake world. <laughs> Some bullshit like that. He's, yeah, he's, he lo- he's he very lost, adamant uh, about it. Yeah, <laughs> he lost touch with reality because of the because, game. Because you put me in a simulated world where I had to kill people. 
I mean, like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that is just going to be rich. I think we've got problems. Stuff on set. <laughs> live in a virtual universe where explored, where I explored the landscape, committing identity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Identity stuff. <laughs> And it harmed me. It physically harmed me. So you have to pay. You're <laughs> how ridiculous. Wait, are uh, you reading the uh, the actual motion? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. This Please. caused riches to commit fraud to buy defendants' video games. <laughs> riches shows World of Warcraft overworking a legit job. Re- not legitimate. Legit. Rich's mind became, and now check this out. This guy, his, oh, oh, his name is Riches. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so it should be Riches's mind <laughs> became a living video game. I hold. The, he talks about himself in the third person and then says, "I, I hold defendants liable and support plaintiffs. I move for amicus curiae. I can provide this court with my medical charts, credit card receipts. You back?" I have hardware problems. Uh, this oh, is, dude. This is terrible. Uh, I, I gotta leave. I really do. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's 12 o'clock. Yeah, it's if you 11 could finish 50. it. Yeah, if you could finish it. Oh, what the fuck? If you could finish it in like 10 minutes. Um, We're not gonna be done, but we, we'll, we'll just keep going until you gotta go. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, let's just. Okay, just put this in. <clears throat> There's this guy. Who's in jail? Are oh, you talking about Mr. Lee? <laughs> he's in jail because he belongs there. His name is Riches, and he's poor and broke in jail. Uh, he was addicted to video games, and he wants to blame them because uh, they they warped his mind. So now he thinks that he's in a world where he's committing identity theft, and people are doing the same. Uh. <laughs> 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 oh, God bless America. I mm-hmm. This is a news article that I found, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. I, I, wow. <laughs> Just, wow. <laughs> Richard was addicted to the video games and lost touch with reality because of Blizzard, and they put Blizzard in brackets because that was a filling quote. This caused Riches to commit fraud by blizzards, again in brackets, video games. Riches chose World of Warcraft over working a legit job. <laughs> Riches' mind became a living video game. I, I don't know. I think because you're in prison, your mind is a video game. <laughs> you <know>? What? <laughs> you're in prison for a fucking reason, because you can't hack it out in the real world. Why blame anybody else? <laughs> well, now he's got the world to blame. You know that he sued like so many other people for stupid reasons. Like, I mean, he's filed motions against other people. Well, he's filed well, motions. Where are those motions? Oh, well, let me see. Is that? He sued the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was um, crawling. It scared me. All right, I mean, here we go. <laughs> Riches, a South Carolina inmate serving a sentence for wire fraud. Now, this is uh, courtesy of virtuallyblind.com mm-hmm. uh, by Benjamin Duransky. 
Um, he has his own Wikipedia entry. Uh, if you search Jonathan Lee Riches, he kills time while incarcerated by f- filing briefs like this. Earlier this year, he sued Rockstar Games over similar claims involving Grand Theft Auto 4. Riches has, at various times, also sued George Bush, Michael Vick, National Public Radio, Barry Bonds, Plato, <laughs> and the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I want to hear about the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> uh, I guess let's see there's something uh, in the Wikipedia about the Eiffel Tower. Dear Jonathan Lee Riches is known for the many lawsuits he has filed in various U- U.S. district courts. He's incarcerated under terms of a plea bargain. He might be out in 2012. Um, where is it? Okay. Some of Rich's defendants are not even people or potentially suable. These include Adolf Hitler's National Socialist Party and the 13 <laughs> tribes of Israel. I'm going to see One terrorism. Huh? I said I'm going to see terrorism tomorrow. <laughs> One lawsuit, which includes George Bush, also includes another 783 defendants that covers 56 pages. They include Plato, Nostradamus, Che Guevara, James Hoffa, various Buddhist monks, the Lincoln Memorial, the Eiffel Tower, the U.S. the book Mein Kampf, the Garden of Eden, the Roman Empire, the Appalachian Trail, and the entire Three Mile Island. Oh my God! I'm gonna I, sue my shoe because it hurts. I'm gonna and, sue. I'm gonna sue the Playboy centerfold. And when I say that, I mean not the girl in the centerfold, not the Playboy, actual but centerfold, the actual centerfold and, page. I'm gonna sue that page. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna sue my because dick it did because, not provide me sustenance in jail. I'm gonna sue my dick because it was partially responsible for me getting married. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. Specious and fucking this guy's crazy as hell. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. You you got to hear about this Grand Theft Auto thing. Um, he claimed that the defendants, Rockstar Games, put him in prison. The inmate stated defendants contributed to plaintiffs committing identity theft. Defendants' games show sex, drugs, and violence, which offends me. Riches continued, defendants put me in prison. I face imminent danger from violent inmates who play Grand Theft Auto who will knock me out and take my bold Jesus cross. Wow. Uh, you don't belong on Earth, buddy. Go to Mars. Oh, man. You can't write this shit. That's awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Now, I'm I'm going backwards here. Um, He also sued the late... Ben- you know uh, the Prime Minister Budo? Who? who? Got- Assassinated. Oh, the lady. Um, the pack. I think she was like Pakistani or something like that. But Benazir Bhutto, Pervez Musharraf, I think, who's the the current guy who's mm-hmm. reigning over there, and the Immigration and Naturalization Naturalization Service, the INS, on November 2007, to prevent him from being deported to Pakistan upon his release from prison in March 2012, so that he will not be tortured. Wow. He sued them so that he won't get deported to Pakistan. Like he's that important. <laughs> All he did was commit some wire fraud. You know, he's paranoid because his name is Riches. He's like, everybody's after my money. Everybody's after my money. <laughs> wait, but wait, but wait. So, 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 so here's the thing. Do you think maybe this guy is trying a little too hard to get himself a, a some some kind of insanity? Well, no, no, or something. no, I mean, he's already in jail. I'm sure he's not. Uh, Al, is he suing? I mean, is he uh, appealing his cases on the no, basis? No, no, he's in jail. Uh, no, no, no. He's just writing these letters and filing these lawsuits, right? 
Yeah, he's okay, just writing he's gonna be he's going to be out in 2012. This might be, uh, you know, like a a preemption for him to be crazy. I think so because I mean, basically, all most of these lawsuits they say have been dismissed as being frivolous, malicious, or oh, failing frivolous, to state a claim upon which any relief. Fucking non-founded! What the fuck are you suing for? You know that whole thing. But he is using our our dollars to do this thing, and we just have to ask what for. And if he's getting out in 2012, let's hope he doesn't go against Barack Obama for presidency. I mean, <laughs> Okay, this guy's fucking nuts. You know, uh, like what? What is this whole thing for? Is he like really nuts, or is oh, does he really feel like he's been offended by all this shit, and it it was the cause of his incar- uh, incarceration? Well, if he's really, if he really is that nuts, then he really might feel that he has been offended. So I think one leads into the other. Yeah. <laughs> A judge thinks that his lawsuits are just clearly self-promotional. Ah, oh, well, there you go, trying to get a book deal. Yeah, sounds like it. Oh, um, uh, well. That's, that's, that's Richard, what is it? Riches, Johnny Lee Jonathan Riches? Jonathan Lee Riches. Oh, my God. What a fucking douche. Yeah, so if anybody's <laughs> wondering what should happen there, um, my computer crashed in the middle of recording, and, and now I don't have an E-drive, which is kind of weird, but that's unsettling because I lost a hard drive. I don't know how that happened. And the sound quality sounds shitty. Yeah, and so the sound quality is now going to be shitty, and if you haven't been hearing it for the past, oh, I don't know, um... 45 minutes, it's been shitty because I just lost the file that I was using. So, um, And then Tony has to leave soon, so he jumped into Johnny Lee Riches because this is too funny to pass up. I'm sorry. I had to. Okay. I mean, like, it's okay. It's okay. I, it, it, that was a great move because this is a great story. Listen, Riches is gold. I'm sorry. <laughs> Johnny Lee Dick. All right. So, um, so uh, Johnny Dick. Yeah. Guys, I hate to do this, but I have to bid you farewell. I'm farewell. Good show. night. Go watch Mama Mia. <laughs> and um, I thank you very much. I will talk to you later. Enjoy, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Okay. Mamma Mia. Take care, guys. Go ahead, Dancing Queen. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Tony, with Tony uh, descending into the t- into the pits of musical, let's go back to our other story about Brash Entertainment. Oh, was going back to Brash? Yeah, just because I was in the I was in mid sentence and then I went. <laughs> so Man, I don't even remember what you said. Not a die. All I know is that okay. So they were resp- their first game was Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mm-hmm. Okay, then they were responsible for I believe it was, and I'm trying to look it up now. But if my memory serves me correctly, then it was Jumper right after that, and then um, yeah, the second title was Jumper. The company has also announced a series of games built around the Saw franchise, like you were saying, and then the next title to be released by Brash is Space Chimps. Excellent. Based on the film from Vanguard Animation. That's that's that, that, that's great. That's that's really great. So, uh, there you go. Brash is closing. Not such bad news because it's Brash. However... It's Brash news. Huh? It's Brash news. Brash news. However, THQ is closing down multiple studios. Uh, And THQ, to me... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we remember that. Uh, There's a story behind that. Um, Feel free to tell the story. In like two seconds. Uh, well, I, I just hate all the old THQ games, and then I played like Summoner, which was a, it was a half bad game. It wasn't that great. Half it bad. wasn't that bad. Yeah, <laughs> but I hated it still. I played it like a motherfucker back then, but I hated it. And every time that game started, 
you would see the intro and go, THQ, and I would say, SOCKS! THQ SOCKS! Anytime um, you see that, you'll hear SOCKS. You'd just be sitting in front of your monitor, clinging yourself, like, rocking back and forth, THQ SOCKS! THQ SOCKS! THQ SOCKS! I'm not Lee Richards. <laughs> Johnny Lee Richards. So... THQ is like, yeah, it, some of it stuff sucks, but then like they, they have stuff like Titan Quest, which is pretty good. They have like Full Spectrum Warrior, which is pretty good. So here's a story from Ars Technica, Andrew Webster. According to a number of reports, publisher THQ has either closed down or reduced staff of a number of its studios. The most notable closing is Paradigm Entertainment, which is responsible for Stuntman Ignition. Pi- oh, interesting. It's Pilot Wing 64. Huh. And Spy Hunter. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think I have uh, Spy Hunter for GameCube. Oh, Mass Media is being shut down as well. The studio was acquired by THQ last year, and since that time has yet to release a game. <laughs> but it also, it, it did work on, it says here, it worked on the ports for Full Spectrum Warrior to PS2. Mm-hmm. Um, Locomotive Games, Helix, and Sandblast are also being closed. Locomotive did, okay. uh, here come the cops. Oh, goddamn. There go the cops. No, Locomot- that's the Ambo. Oh. Locomotive did, um, I'm sorry, Locomotive did Destroy All Humans, Big Willy Unleashed for the Wii. Big uh, Willy Unleashed. Wait, wait, no, it was for Wii and other consoles, too, I think, PS2 and Wii. But Helix did the Blob for DS. Okay, that, that, that kind of threw me for a loop there. I thought they were the ones who actually did the console with the Blob. Yeah. But it's a neat Okay. Um... Sandblast Games title last title was the upcoming Destroy All Humans Path of the Furon. So THQ uh studios closing. Um they don't say the reason, but I mean I think it's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. I mean EA was bleeding cash. They were laying off sixty percent six per sixty. Six percent of their people. Uh brash as shit. Uh and then you've got uh you've got Circuit City closing stores and you've got THQ. It sucks. I mean it's like I said, it's all about the uh, economics, but uh, hold on. Be strong. Yes, and whatever the rest of the intro track We will tech. make it. Yes, we can. Odama. First black pinball game. Change. <laughs> um, let's see. It says, THQ is the latest in a long line of publishers that have been forced to reduce their staff and studios. Both LucasArts and Radical Entertainment saw similar cutbacks, and more recently, so did EA. However, despite the closings, THQ still has 11 different studios under its belt. And uh, you'd expect it to kind of still do well because e- THQ has a lot of licensed shit that does well. I think they, THQ, I think, owns the SpongeBob license. Yeah, they do. So kids are all over that shit. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, moving on from industry crises to actual games, this I find pretty funny. Um, some discs of Command & Conquer Red Alert 3... Um, the the jewel cases are missing the last character to their CD key. And so the solution from EA is to guess what the last character is. From Ars Technica by Frank Karen, it says, on the game's help site, the guessing procedure is laid out for user, as if there has to be a procedure to guessing. But I guess (laughs) some people are really stupid. Anyway, there is currently a workaround that may allow you to buy... I, I'm 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 stuttering here because I can't believe the ridiculousness of this quote. There's a workaround for a missing number. Yep, a workaround. As a worker, opposed to as if getting a, tec- a, a new number. As if, as if this was a technical issue and not like a complete fuck up. 
There is currently a workaround that may allow you to bypass this issue. Since you have the first 19 characters of the code already, you can basically try, quote, guessing, end quote, the last character. To do this, simply enter your existing code. And then for the last character, try the letters A through Z. And then the numbers 0 through 9. You should eventually get the right combination and be able to play the game. If this does not work, you can follow the instructions below, which means, okay, fine, you didn't want to guess, we'll send you a new goddamn label. <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm speechless, too, as how they could come up with something so, you know, how they could fuck up so bad like that. I mean, to say, it's like... I mean, I guess you can guess, but that's like the natural order of things. Like, if I was missing an I'd just like, fuck it, I'll guess. But that's just lazy. That's just like, um, yeah, you know what? Um, missing number, can't play the game. Uh, just guess it. That's, yeah, just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being like, you know what, we fucked up. Uh, here is a new label, or here's what we think the number's going to be. Uh, here, take it. That's... Although, I mean, oh no, that was, that's not possible. I was going to say that if, 36 po- if there are 36 possibilities, that means only 36 copies are affected, but that's totally not true because of all the different combinations of yeah. the existing numbers and letters. That's, oh my God. And I wow. think that, honestly, um, if you wanted to play your game now in a devil's advocate sense, that is the fastest way. But, right. right. Um, it is still kind of shitty just being on the receiving end of that. Well, no. just, just guess it. <laughs> No, motherfucker. No, I don't want to guess it. That's an insult to my intelligence. Uh, More on game news, though. Atari finally confirms the goddamn Ghostbusters game. It is from uh, Wired.com's Game Life blog by Ernest Cavalli. Uh, There's a whole hullabaloo over is Ghostbusters going to get published? Uh, You know, does it have a publisher at all? Um, And then, like, there was something about how Activision was holding it hostage or some shit like that. Um, or something. I can't remember if that was the case. Do you remember? Yeah, um, Activision had snapped up all like the, the companies, including like this company, and they didn't say it was coming out. Like they went to E3 or something like that, and they didn't, there was no information on Ghostbusters, and everybody was expecting information on it, and um, then they just let it go with all the other you know companies that they let go, and then everybody was like, well, what the fuck's gonna happen with Ghostbusters? And Atari snapped it up. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I thought uh, Activision was just like, well, like we're gonna let the studio go, but we're, we're not. We're holding on to the license. And we're not gonna let it go. We're not gonna. We're not gonna give it up. Like, yeah. It's like I, I don't know. Nobody's gonna put it out. License. I guess they were. The reason why I'm interested in this, um, and it's solely for the wrong reasons, but the reason why I'm interested in this is because they swore up and down that this is going to be the third movie in the series. Yeah. And I love the Ghostbusters. So. Yeah. I would play it to see it, but if it's a poor game, I will cry tears of man tears. So yeah. I probably should like enter the matrix and just finish it just to say I did oh, it and experience it. That's the problem. I couldn't get through that. Uh yeah, I, I had to get through Terrible it because game. I really wanted to see those story sequences. Right. I, I just ended up looking it up on YouTube. Yeah, I know. I, I wanted to see all the stuff that wasn't uh F M V too. Just to, you know, kinda see the other end, like the the highway scene. And how Niobe got from yeah. being in the in the bank or whatever the hell it was, I forget what it was. Nothing, nothing to like, saving Morpheus. Nothing like improving that highway scene than by making it even longer. <laughs> well, uh, 
it, it, the highway scene wasn't so bad. In the in movie? The, in the game. I thought about in the movie. Oh, um, I, I didn't find that minutes of it. Yeah, I didn't care about it. With that. the repeating techno, that was boring. Anyway, nah, I wasn't um, paying attention. Game Life has another reveal. Um, Sega reveals huge Genesis compilation. Uh, this is again from Ernest Cavalli. Uh, publisher Sega just announced a huge collection of classic Sega Genesis games en route to the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 in a package dubbed Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection. Forty! Count them! Forty games for the venerable 16-bit system are planned from the, for the collection, though Sega also promises a number of additional downloadable classics and games from the 8-bit Master System as bonus content. No firm release date has yet been revealed for the $30 Sugukuchi, as they call it, S-U-G-C, though the official announcement claims the compilation is slated to ship to retailers into North America in the spring of 2009. Sega has released a number of collections over the years, all of which were missing one or two key titles. I have my fingers crossed for the entire Fantasy Star series, so please, Sega, don't let me down yet again. What, what, what the hell's up with not putting all four games in? Uh, one of them's not a Genesis game. Huh? One of them's not a Genesis game. Well, that's fine. They said they're going to be... They, 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 they're going to be... And Genesis shit is... Well, the Genesis was backwards compatible with the little stupid um, pass-through. But still, like, for example, the Game Boy Advance one. One through three, not one through four, or one, two, and four, or three through four, or th- whatever. It's missing four. Yeah, I think was, that might have been because of space, because the uh, F- Fantasy Star Four is is uh, a lot. I think it's a lot bigger. I think it's an eight meg well, and or charge fifty dollars. Charge fifty dollars and give me both cards because I want four both on cards. the go. <laughs> I want four on the go. But anyway. Uh, there's an update to this. They actually have all the games in the collection, so let's see. Here we go. We got two Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Cancel, Alien Storm, Altered, Altered Beast, Beyond Oasis, Bonanza Brothers, oh, I'm sorry, Bonanza Bros, Bonanza Bros, period, Collins Comic Zone, Decap Attack, starring Chuck the Head, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bee Machine Dynamite, Heady Echo the Dolphin, Echo 2, Tides of Time, East SWAT, Fatal Labyrinth, Flicky, Gain Ground, Golden Axe 1, Golden Axe 2, Golden Axe 3, Ugh. Kid Chameleon, Fantasy Star 2, Fantasy Star 3, and Fantasy Star 4. Good job. Ristar, Shining in Darkness, Shining Force, Shining Force 2, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, Sonic 3D Blast, no good. Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic Spinball, no good. Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage 2, Streets of Rage 3, not as good. Super Thunderblade, Vector Man, and Vector Man 2. Asterisk, unlockable game to be revealed soon. I'll buy this. I, well, no. I want to, but I don't because a lot of the shit that I want is on GameTap. Yeah. And then I, I made the mistake of buying Ristar on Virtual Console when I could have gotten it on the Genesis Collection. So. Yeah, the thing is, I knew I wasn't going to buy any of those Genesis Collections. Uh, so I just bought Ristar. <clears throat> the 30 bucks for 40 games, I, I, I'm, it's, it's tempting just to have. But it's probably going to be one of those things that, like, three years down the line, uh, I end up selling back and never open. So, I don't know. Yeah. You will wind up probably selling it for like eight bucks. Yeah. Moving off the games news, we're going on to people. And we have this news from Wow Insider about Jonathan Lee Riches. And we read that already, so we're moving on. Um, next one. AOS, and, and, and I put this under people because these are talking about the players. Uh, you can yeah. take the reins on this one, but the headline from Kotaku is uh, Age of Conan and. Warhammer players flocking back to Azeroth. And Al yep. asked Mike Lee because he thinks Warhammer is shit. No, I don't think Warhammer is shit. I, just... I thought you said, like, I might have misinterpreted, but I remember once, like, um, I was asking, are you going to go to Warhammer? You're like, 
shit, I ain't touching fucking Warhammer. You said it like that, so I was like, yeah, because I'm not interested in it. Um, oh, ooh. It it just, you know, I never played Warhammer. I don't know anything about the world, and um, honestly, it's probably just like WoW, just with some different things put into it. And then apparently WoW is having one zone that is pretty much like a lot of stuff in Warhammer. So I'm like, okay, why buy Warhammer and then play it for the free month and not play it anymore and go back no, to Warcraft? The reason, the reason why I bring that up is you said it was such disdain. Yeah. Also, God damn, he hates it. Well, I'm, I also say that because I have a copy of Age of Coinance sitting here, and it's a waste of 45 hours. Because I'm not going to start up a subscription again, and I'm not going, I can't sell it. Your friends are a waste of $45, basically. Blame them. Um, Take their house. My anyway. old co workers, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, read with your illustrious bass voice. Oh, yes, yes. From Mike Fahey at Kotaku. Uh, I'm just going to skip, like, all the, the, the snark. Sorry, Mike, but... Um, That's all he's good for. From Mike Morhaime, was the CEO. Um, he was talking during the earnings conference call to investors, and he said that, to date, 68% of the players who listed Age of Conan as the reason for their cancellation, and 46% of the players who listed Warhammer as their reason for cancellation, have reactivated their subscription to World of Warcraft. <laughs> and um, basically that's just, you know, the expansion is coming out next Thursday or this coming Thursday or whenever, whatever, the 13th of November. And um, it's going to have a lot of new and great stuff and a lot of fun with your friends you already have made in Warcraft for the past four years. And it's worth coming back for, I think. So it's go like, ahead. It's like blue magic gets taken off the street because Denzel Washington gets arrested, but then Denzel's back <laughs> on the street and comes out with blue magic and people ah! <laughs> Blue magic. Fucking one game industry. Anyway, um, I just find it amusing that this is coming from the Blizzard CEO. I wonder what like real studies have to show. Like if he's just, I mean, this could very well be legitimate. I'm just saying that coming from the CEO of the company that's putting out the game, that's competing with these two other games, uh, we shall see. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know, a lot of people seem to be in love with, with Warhammer, including Slunks, who is, is, is uh, let's see what he's up to. He is still saying, WOG! You suck, Slunks. Anyway. He's been like that for the past two months. Yeah. Surprised he hasn't lost his breath yet. Yeah. Um, now we move on to uh, sales gaming sales and a lot of pundits like you know yeah, Nintendo Wii selling a lot selling like hotcakes but uh doesn't really sell too many games you'll buy a game like fucking Wii Sports Wii Sports you don't buy uh, like Wii Play and they hang out to that shit and that's it nothing more mm-hmm. third party stuff not so hot um and now we look at the attach rate we look at the tie ratios and that's pretty much the case you look uh, Wii owners on average it says, I guess, what would this be? A five and a half games? Yeah, five and a half mm-hmm. games. And of those five and a half games, 2.4 of them are first-party titles. Which, when you compare that with uh, Xbox 360 and PS3, PS3 is sitting there at just over five games per owner, and 4.4 titles are third-party, and 0.9 are first-party. Because <laughs> let's face it, they don't have too much first-party shit, anyways. No, and then 360, don't. yeah, 360 is 1.4 first-party, 5.2 third-party. 
with uh, six and a half games per console, six over six and a half games a console. So that that is pretty much the case. And like, it's funny you you read forum forumites are on the forum saying, oh yeah, you know, the Wii's got a good attach rate, blah 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 blah. And it, it, it does. It's it's competitive with the rest of the market, but the contention that third party is you know is going strong. Just look at Guitar Hero on the charts. That's one third party. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that third parties in general are you know powerful. And if we're going to be talking about the entire third party, I want to bet you half that shit is like carnival games. If you, yeah. And if you wanna if you wanna just just take it as like solely um like well it's a third party so it should be included. Yes, I agree. But a lot of the a lot of what people are saying uh, that they're worried about is the fact that it's not catering to the so-called core audience, and they bring up the third-party numbers to show that, like, out of all the things that are coming out, yeah, it's Guitar Hero, it's it's Carnival games, and then that's about it, yeah. you know. So I, I don't know. I mean, I I I just find this. I don't find this shocking or surprising. It's just kind of just yeah, it, mildly it's, surprised. It, it's depressing to finally see it in chart form. <laughs> My only surprise is that uh, Nintendo isn't selling more first-party games than third-party games. That's, that's usually true. what all the third-party people are complaining about. Uh, but that, that's that, that's exactly what I'm what I'm saying is that all that third-party shit is probably like twenty ten dollar games, like Carnival games and stuff. Yeah, injured by value. Yeah, that stuff it's is like perfect. throwaway stuff. It's like. It's like, uh, for the kids. yeah, yeah, it's for the kids. I find it a bargain bin. I'm just gonna buy it. But like, you know, the stuff up there, like Medal of Honor: Two Heroes, which is a good mm-hmm. game. Uh, Zach and Wiki, which is a good game. Uh, you know, whereas like all the third-party shit that's selling on Xbox 360, yeah, like one of them is obviously going to be Madden, but then the rest of them are are, are it's driven by third parties. So mm-hmm. like you can tell there that it's kind of eh, you know they, they got something hefty going on there. But um, that's why I, you know, I, I hope and pray that the, the conduit does decently just because I want, whether or not it's a good game, which is probably going against what I'm just saying right now, but as a game that appeals to the audiences that have since moved on to 360 and PS3 or want to move on to 360 and PS3 in the wake of Nintendo's shitty E3 presentation, like, I hope that the conduit does well. I hope that Sega pushes this game. Uh, that's why I was talking about it last week. Um, mm. So, and then High Voltage was saying something like, "We want to dedicate ourselves to now making the games for the Nintendo Wii audience who haven't been satisfied with the lack of, you know, in, more intense games." Um, I, I think that that was in an interview on IGN or something like that that they said something like that. They're working. I, supposedly, they're going to be working on like a survival horror or RPG or something like that. Some, some basically one of those genres that catered mm-hmm. to you and me. So. High voltage, let's go. I never did find out last week if they um, made Revolt. Yeah, they did. They did? Okay. Wait, no, high voltage? Yeah. I, I never looked up high voltage. Um, it was another company. Hold on. Well, GameSpot says that the PC version of Revolt was a clean acclaim, so... Yeah. <clears throat> More sales while you're looking. Um, DSI tops the charts. Even though 3% of like Dengeki Magazine interviewees said that they'd actually be interested in getting it. Um, let's see. DSI, in its first, what was it, first three days, I think, 
sold mm-hmm. 171,925 units. Holy shit. That more than triples the PSP sales, which are at 50,358, which is still not a number to sneeze at. And then PS3 is third with 39,000, beating the Wii. Hmm. Let me. What came out? What came out this week for PS3 in Japan? Oh, oh okay. Grand Theft Auto 3. Uh, 4. No, four, yeah, that too. Fortunately for Sony, the PS3's fortune have changed in a major way with the introduction of new 80 gigabyte model and bundles featuring Little Big Planet mm. and Grand Turismo 5 Prologue Spec 3, which is a pretty long ass title, with a yeah. 10 times increase week to week. GTA 4's stellar sales so certainly didn't hurt. And then 360 is kind of back down at its little post with 6,000. 360 mm-hmm. is beating out the PS3 for a couple of weeks there. Yeah. Um, so that's impressive. And then software-wise, we have Grand Theft Auto 4 in Japan. I didn't know that Grand Theft Auto was a popular Japanese property. And no. it, I don't think it was until now. Yeah, I don't know why they're buying it now. Oh, hold up, hold up. I'm reading this list and something has gotten me salivating. The first entry is Grand Theft Auto with 133,000 copies. But then the second one on the list is a Valkyrie profile for the Nintendo DS. Mm-hmm. I did not hear about this. I want this in America. Now. Maybe yeah. Little Big Planet sold 52,000 Pokemon Platinum, which is... Is Platinum just supposed to be the uh, Pearl and Diamond supercharged? Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be, like, another one? No, it's a Pearl and Diamond super version. That sold 47,000. If anything, I'll probably just... If I ever get into Pokemon, I'll get that. I was looking to try to get into that after, mm-hmm. after my foray with uh, Dragon Quest Monsters Joker, which I still have to lend to you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to pay $35 for a game that I might not like. Um, yeah. What, Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you... Mm, uh, Wait, so Platinum, it's supposed to be a supercharged diamond and pearl, which means that it's supposed to be those core games with more on it, or both of them combined? What it is is um, it's the... A different story, slightly. <coughs> um, what they do is they combine the elements of both games, because what Diamond and Pearl do, just like all the other old games, they have <coughs> a team uh, of a different like quality. Like, for example, in Diamond and Pearl, I think it's like team... I, no, I don't remember. But um, there's like a team <coughs> Diamond version and a team Pearl version. And... <coughs> Sorry, this is my throat problem coming in. Um, one of them is going after the Pokemon that's on its cover of the box, and the other one's going after the one that's on the cover. Oh, right, right. Now, right. with Platinum, they're both together, and you usually get a chance to get both monsters that are on the covers of both of the other games. And then there's, like, some other special stuff, and they may add some other things. So it's like an expansion, but it's it's a slightly different story. The okay. same game, but the Pokemon, uh, the, the division is different. Like, there would be Pokemon that are in Platinum that <clears throat> some of them are only in Pearl, some of them are only in Diamond. And then, mm. they, you know, and then there's still some that aren't in Platinum that you would still need to trade with Diamond or Pearl with. I got you. Yeah. So that's Platinum at 47,000 units. To date, it's sold 1.8 million. Number five is Wagamama Fashion Girls Mode. <laughs> for the TS. Wagamama, fashion girl. And that's 160,000. Rhythm Tengoku Gold, 39,000. Um, which one's the one you get? Did it even come out in the US yet? I'm trying to think. Uh, it's supposed to be coming out. I don't know if it's come out yet or if it's going to come out. And I don't know if it's the gold version, but it's coming out for DS. One million units. Wow. Um, and then 
let's see what rounds out the list. Uh, Grand actually, Theft Grand Theft Auto at the top of the list was the PS3 version. Mm-hmm. Number number seven then, is Grand Theft Auto Five Prologue Spec for PS3, and number eight is Grand Theft Auto Four again for the 360. Wait, thirty-four thousand. Which sold thirty-four thousand units. And then <laughs> Twenty-six thousand. I don't know what that is. And then finally, Sido Chocobo no Fushigi Oh, this must be a, uh, a Chocobo Mystery Dungeon for DS. Yeah, one of the many that are on DS. Go ahead, Chun. Soft. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> do your shit, Chun. Um, but it's funny. This 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 cover art of, of Grand Theft Auto Four uh, has like this big like red warning sticker on it. Uh, it, must, it must say something like. Warning: This will not be suitable for you or for your eyes unless you are masochistic or something like that. <laughs> so yeah, that's the news. Any any remarks or comments before we move on to the mailbag? Yeah, um, there's a game number twenty-two in this list: Vitamin Y. Put vitamin Y. Vitamin Y. Oh, Vitamin Y. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's a game called Vitamin Y, which is funny. Um. And that's it. Gang, gang. All right, we're going to move on to the mailbag right after this. <laughs> All right. Mamma mia, here I go again. No, 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 it's not alright. We're at the mailbag, and yet again, Supersonic's the only one to send in questions. You guys really don't want to win contest shit, do you? But that, those details are to come. Okay, his first question is, again, about kicking. Dude, I'm not going to bother reading it. Enough with the kicking. <laughs> Two. I hear all the time now that game publishers and developers throw into the development cycle much too large an amount of time and money. Huh. In a Wired article I was reading today, it stated that only 3 out of 10 most high-budget games turn up a profit, or at the very least, break even. Why do you think game developers continue to overfinance their games, and how are they able to stay afloat? Or perhaps you feel that they don't overfinance and that they have a sexy card up their sleeve. Sexy sleeve. Sexy sleeve. Um, that's a good question. Um... I think like in any other business, it's every time it's going to be a risk. And that the reason why they throw all this money and shit at it is that they feel that that project is going to turn up that profit. Every time they throw a whole bunch of money at a movie, they feel that that movie is going to be, to, to be top of the box office for, for four weeks in a row. And when it doesn't end up being that, then ouch, you know? Um, eat that crow. Yeah, it's, it's all about a risk. It's, it's like, and that's why it's so hard to make it in these types of businesses. Because you spend a lot, it requires a lot of money. You got to spend money to make money. Now, do they over finance? I don't know. It's I'm not in the development business, so I don't know how much it really costs to to do this type of stuff. So maybe they do, but again, it's like they kind of have to if they hope to have a chance at putting out a product that you know that will compete. On the other side of the coin, that's this whole we movement. That's what it's all about. That's why Miyamoto is saying, oh, we can come up with an idea in half an hour, spend about eight months of development on it, and call it Wii Music. And, <laughs> and I'm just being snarky here. But in, in no, reality, but I'm sure that's probably what he did. Yeah, in reality, like these things, that it, it's, it's about what resonates with your target market. And the problem is, to me, or at least what it seems like, is that all these games are catered towards the same type of market and they aren't different enough from each other in order to stand out from the cream of the crop. You talk about Gears of War and then you look at, I don't know, uh, Fracture. Ooh. Oh, wait, not Fracture, but we've got Area 51. Yeah. Oh, wait, not Area 51. We've got another generic shooter. 
mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, why? Why bother? You know, the, 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 the problem is not necessarily in the spending then as much as it is in market research and how can we make our game significantly different enough to, to actually be worth spending a breath on? Because otherwise, like Fracture, borrowed so many things from so many other games, but then the, the execution ended up being shit. And it's like, okay, um, the big thing about this game is that you're making hills to guard yourself. Ooh, Ooh. I'm going to make a hill. You know, as opposed to something like Dead Space, which probably might, which, uh, I don't know if it'll do well, but EA is good marketing. So Dead Space, which, again, does crib off of many other games, but a lot of people are saying that it just does it so well and it gives, gives you such an atmosphere and such an interesting premise that, yeah, it's unique enough to stand out. I plan on getting Dead Space. There's no way I'm getting Fractured, you know? Right. So, yeah, I think it's just a business risk. Only one out of ten restaurants succeed in the end. Something like that. Some, so there's some number like that. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 with any business, it's going to be a lot of, of, of crunch and a lot of... And why are they able to support it? Well, EA has Madden... THQ has their Disney and uh, yeah, their, their, their Disney and their, their Nickelodeon licenses. Um, Activision has Guitar Hero um, and, and World of Warcraft. Um, what Nintendo else? Has Nintendo has Wii. Nintendo <laughs> and DS. Know, Nintendo doesn't overspend; they actually underspend, which is why yes. we get shitty MIDI-sounding Wii music. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and apparently that's not selling as well as people th- thought it would. But whatever, it's probably gonna people it's probably gonna have a long tail. Yeah, it, hey, it might actually sell for Christmas if people, uh, you know, feel it. Yeah, I don't know. We're talking about these casual people. Yeah, but that, 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 this is a good question. And, and again, my answer is that they have cash cows to support it, and they also just need to take these risks. What, what are what are your thoughts on on this? Like, especially having kind of been in. Uh, a developer slash publisher environment. Did you notice any of that yourself? Uh, did you feel any of the effects of that or anything like that? Uh, I suppose, yeah. Um, a lot of times, corporations do put a lot of money into games, and they really do it for the reason that you said, because they hope and sometimes pray that this game is going to give them such a return on investment uh, that all this spending is worth it. You know, from a QA perspective, the amounts of overtime that were available and being used for games like Turok and <laughs> uh, Aggressive Inline and... Oh, that was pretty cool. um, Let's see. Uh, BMX XXX <laughs> and uh, XGRA, because XGRA had that game-breaking bug, um, but they all thought since XG3 sold pretty well mm-hmm. that XGRA would sell even better because it had more features. Unfortunately, it wasn't that much of a better game. Right. Um, <clears throat> and they even had fucking overtime and a lot of hours put in, especially from developer standpoint too, not just QA, but they had a lot of time put into stuff like Freestyle Street Soccer, um, the Worms game. There's mm-hmm. a lot of work. There was a big problem. Usually, what happens is like if, and a lot of a lot of times people don't even know about this type of stuff because of the fact that it's not well advertised unless there's a post mortem. Uh, sorry, post mortem. Mm-hmm. 
sometimes games will come into really serious problems, and they can't release the game. And the developers are working around the clock to find out what's wrong, and QA is trying to give as many examples as they can, uh, trying to duplicate the issue, trying to find all these different situations to help the developers find out what the problem is. Um, that's one of the biggest reasons why a game will be in development for a long time, I think. The only other reason is that, um, you know, other than they're careless and they were behind schedule, is that they wanted to add shit to make the game better, like Vex. Vex was, quote-unquote, perfectly fine before they And then they had to put in the fire, like, three-quarters of the way. And I'm not even talking about the fire. I'm talking about the new intro. I'm talking about the the fireball. It cost more money, right? Ostensibly, that would cost more money. Yeah, because it wasn't in the original design doc. It, it cost they, they more money. Yeah, they designed the game for what the design doc said, and then when it was all finished and we were testing it and we're just making sure all the pieces fit together, they're like, you know, this is kind of bland. Can we expand upon this to make it a little bit better? And then they redo the design doc when the game's already done. Yeah. That's one reason why a game can come out. And, and, you know, that can also happen if they bring it to a trade show or they br- let people see it, let a focus group see it or something like that, and they get a bad response out of it. They will want to change the game, too. More money, more money, more money. Yep. So that kind of stuff. Um, I think that to specifically get at the question, um, those are reasons why uh, they continue to put money. I'm not going to say overfinance, but they continue to put more money than I think they initially intend to. Because I think that all those words are a lot more positive than overfinance. Right. And they're able to stay afloat because they have products that will suck up the losses um, unless they don't, and they end up like a claim and brash and brash. some THQ studios that are closing. Yeah. And I mean, and that, that's the end result of, of, you know, finance, like putting all the money into the games that fail is that studios close. Right. Um, you know, EA's like canceling shit, like ty- they, they canceled Tiberium because that was looking like it was shit. Yeah. Um, they were probably so, like, no, this game is not even going to it's going to come out, and it's going to be nothing like yeah. uh, Crisis or any of these other games that we're, we are coming out with. Not, not, even, not even that. Not even that, but it was looking bad. Yeah. It wasn't looking like a game that like it could be good, but is it going to compete with them? It was looking bad. That's what I heard. You know, like, yeah, like literally, just like, yeah, after like years and years of development, it just looked poor. Mm-hmm. So. Kind of like uh, StarCraft Ghost. Blizzard, you know, they that was saying standards. Blizzard was like, yeah. fuck you guys. You you can't fucking make shit the way we can, so fuck you. I'm sad about that. I, I thought that the trailers that I saw looked pretty cool. I, I liked what I saw out of that. Yeah, I saw the E3 and it wasn't really... Eh, it was meh. Yeah? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, but then again, that was 04. I think they canceled it two years later. Yeah. Uh, Three out of ten most high-budget games. Now, I'm assuming... This is also, of course... Assuming that the art when he says it only three out of ten most high budget games turn up a profit, uh, with this assuming that those games eventually end up coming out. Yeah. So I'm sure that if they they were to include the amount of games that were that had a lot of money thrown at it, and then including the canceled ones like Tiberium that had money thrown at it, and then they were like cut cut your losses, that number would be a little bit higher. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. That's it for his question. Unless you have any other remarks. And I'm just gonna let the bike go by. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, actually, it probably wasn't a bike. That was probably an old car. Um, no, I'm I'm pretty much all set to go with this baby. Ship it all out. Right. 
We have yeah. one more email. It's All from right. Darrell Raymond. Its Wonderful. subject is better intimate enhancer that is cheaper and more faster. More faster. More faster. Any wow. other on the Cheer your mail problem and increase your size and drive. Some of most effective sources of mail enhancing will for sure help you with it. The science behind our product is setting a new standard for healthy and effective enrichment and is the most powerful formula on the market today. Sorry, most powerful formula. Sorry. Increase capital I, your capital Y, confidence capital C, and performance capital P with capital W, the capital T, biggest breakthrough to capital B's in male capital M, enhancing capital E, exclamation point. It can often come in between you and your partner. You may lack the confidence necessary to perform at your peak performance, and this is often a result of size. Canadian product has long been a leader. It, wait, Canadian product? Is this the name of the company? Is this the name of the product? Is, this, is it a product that's Canadian? I don't understand. It just up. says Canadian product has long been a leader in mail enhancing. Welcome to our chemist, HTTP slash slash. I'm not going to read the URL, but no, please. It just says, welcome to our chemist. It's like discombobulated. It's like seven different emails combined together. Um, anyway, so yes, win swag. Um, I think it's pretty clear that because you, you all are pieces of shit and haven't written in about uh, virtual highlight that supersonic, supersonic wins the Dragon Punch energy drink. There's no question Yay. about that. So supersonic, send us your address. We will send you an energy drink. Um, I'm going to go through the swag again, though. And uh, and detail what you all can potentially win if you do what we will explain in a couple of seconds. But again, the swag. Okay. A black T-shirt with a silk screen of Guile getting electrocuted with his skeleton. So it's a basically a Blanca T-shirt, black and white. Uh, some uh, some promotional poster for the event that we went to. A Capcom uh, ba uh, Street Fighter 4, it looks like a headband, like Ryu wears. Three kind of uh, playing card size promotional items. They're just cards. You can win it. Ooh. Street Fighter Soap, which soap. is pink. Oh, yeah. Uh, a dog tag with the same design as the Guile t-shirt. And... I believe that's about it. I'm keeping one of these things, and I'm not telling you guys which. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for the Street Fighter swag. So that, again, that is one, two, three, four, five, six items you can win. And obviously, if you are the loser, you will get the, the, the sixth item, which is those stupid three playing card-sized things with some kind of weird art on it. And it's useless, but uh, considered a consolation consolation prize. Um, Al, what should we have them do? Um, send an email about virtual highlight. You still do the same thing? I, I don't know. Let's um, do something else. You can send in an email about Mirror's Edge. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's Mirror's see. Edge is a good game. It's a good game. Uh, okay. How about this? Um, send in an email for a topic that we should discuss on our podcast for next week. Okay. Great. Now, if we choose yeah. your topic, you win something. Yeah. Now, bear in mind that there's a decent chance that your topic may have been covered by our podcast before. So your challenge is to make sure that we haven't talked about what you want to talk about. 
if it's a variation on a topic that we've already talked about, that, that could pass. Like we talked about um, digital distribution in broad terms before. Uh, but if you want to narrow it down to something like, like uh, talk about Steam's cloud or something like that. And actually, you can't use that now since I just suggested it. So no. But something like that. Or if we talked about the open world games last week and you want to specify it to a, a more a more granular piece of that whole discussion or whatever. If we or pick you your can come top, up with something new. Or you could come up with something new, which is what we really prefer. And chances are, if it's completely new, you will have a better chance of getting picked, first of all, and second of all, winning the swag. Now, I will say this. The winner of the pick-a-topic, um, since, you know, obviously this stuff has diff- uh, is of differing value to everybody, um, I would say that when you write in, list off the item that you want. Now, obviously, nobody wants the stupid little cards. Um, I'm going to guess that the T-shirt is going to be the most desired item. But, for example, if the T-shirt's your most desired item, write in the order of the prizes that you want. Like, if, if you come in first, you want to get the T-shirt. If you come in second, you want the soap. Um, now we have to figure out how to give runner-up prizes. But that will wait till next week because we haven't even seen you come out with your grand prize winning entries yet. So, write in. Give us a topic to talk about. Perhaps something new. Preferably something new. Preferably something relevant to current events. Or if you want us to talk about something retro, that's cool too. But make sure it's not like, talk about, uh, t- t- talk about your experiences with... Um, second Sight for Xbox, which is a game that came out like four years ago. Not going to do that. And you mm. won't win anything, not even the cards. Mm. Uh, don't send in something like talk about how 24 the game matches up with 24 the TV show, because that came out three years ago. Mm. Something current events or something like legitimately retro that hasn't been talked about before on this podcast. So you could win a T-shirt. You could win soap. You could win a whole lot of useless stuff, but you won't win the energy drink. Because that goes to Supersonic for actually being the only one who's not an asshole. Oh, yeah, and Gideon doesn't get anything because he went to the event, too, and he got his own full bag, and, you know, he gets to keep it all because, you know, he, he, <laughs> he, he, he... So, all right. So, Supersonic, send us your mailing address. I will try to get this energy drink to you in as best condition as possible. Um, and just to spite everyone who hasn't been writing in, he's still eligible to win Topic of the Week, so write in again and win Topic of the Week, and you will get your choice of prize in addition to the energy drink. So that's a challenge to the rest of you to man up, or woman up if you're a girl, and write in a better topic than he can so that he doesn't get two good prizes in a row. So there. Oh, oh, and one other thing. If you want the New Egg Parka, or a Windows Vista t-shirt, or a Windows Vista playing card deck, those are also in the mix. Don't forget that we have swag from Digital Life from last year <laughs> that is still sitting around. I personally think the parka is the best gift because it's a parka and it's Newegg. But um, I don't know. If you want the playing cards, go ahead. It's not like you can't get them for 25 cents at the deli. Anyway, somebody plays guitar, has a lot of hair, and saw someone's fingers bleed. Who is that? That would be probably me. Probably. And probably and you. Where can we probably see this? You can probably see it at xlm2k.blogspot.com. Leave a X- comment if you uh, visit, please. Thank you. X as in... Xander. X as in... L as in lame. L as in... M as in... Ah, Jinx. 
Wait, what are you doing to me? I was going so smoothly. Okay, X as in Xander, L as in lame, M as in mandible, two, the number two, K as in kuntakinte.blogspot.com. He has yeah, hair, he plays guitar, and he is Al. I play games, and I play guitar. Yeah, that's basically what it's about. Dr. Fishy Pants blog. Spelled out, Dr. Fishy Pants. He blogs it. Well, he hasn't blogged about games in the past. I, I, I God knows. Um, and that's about it. Um, you can look. You can encourage uh, Petey on Facebook to start Game Slaves again. We miss Game Slaves Radio. I miss it. I don't know about you guys, but if you don't miss it, you should miss it. Um, and yes, petition for Game Slaves Radio to come back, or petition for him to co- become a member on this cast, because uh, we've been meaning to have him on as a guest, and he keeps on having to work. So. Yeah, what the it, hell? That, uh, the, the seasons are over, that he should yeah. be busy. Yeah, and Al works, and he still makes it because of his hair. It's glorious. Well, that's only because I'm actually free during the time that we record. <laughs> it's true. Uh, all right, but that's it uh, for, for Tony and Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah, Woo! Dancing Queen. Yeah, for Al. Uh, yeah, dan- uh, no, never mind. <laughs> what, 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 what? Bye, y'all. I love you all. I love you, seriously, in a platonic way. In a, no homo. And for this uh, energy drink that's about to make its way to um, Supersonic. I've been your host, Austin, and we are gone. Don't forget to write in. Mailbag at dragons.net. Gone. Right. And subscribe to us on iTunes. And subscribe to us on Dune Marketplace. And write reviews for us. And, and dig tell up. people about us. Tell people about us, please. Please tell your friends about us. We're good. If, 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 they, if they don't listen to game podcasts and there's only one podcast they should listen to, listen to us because we're idiots. And idiots are always more fun to listen to than people who are really smart and boring. Right. Yeah. 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 I'll tell your mama that. Uh. What? Word. Hello, dear listeners. Uh, just wanted to let you know that this following stuff was recorded under the assumption that I had lost episode 113 because my computer crashed. And as you all probably know, that wasn't the case. I ended up finding the old episode, but um, there was some interesting news to read this time around, so I'm going to leave this up as 113 part B. Hello, and welcome to episode 132 of the Dragon Butler podcast again, which basically means for the first time for anyone who doesn't know the story, um, computers crashed and files were lost. That was That's basically... That's why I was recording it. This is why we were recording. And so, yeah, uh, we didn't have an episode 113, so this is our 113, even though technically it's 114. Um, I am your ass-ugly host, Austin, Mr. Trupon, and I'm here with my two lovely ass-ugly co-hosts, Al. I, I'm ass ugly. What? Maybe Tony. Totally ass ugly. Totally. <laughs> you bitch! Shut up. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here to bring you video game stuff and talking and stuff. Um. And yes, we usually start with what we've been playing. But contrary to popular opinion, uh, we don't play anything. But sometimes we play stuff. So Tony, what have you been playing? Oh God. Uh, God of War, and I was playing Spartan, now I got up to God, and uh, let's see, why would you do it? Why do it to yourself? Is, it's is so God, upsetting! Like, insanely insane? It's, yeah, it's pretty tough. It's really fucking upsetting, it really is. I'm, I'm up no to good. a part... I'm sorry? I said, that is no good, go on, sorry. No, it's not. 
So I'm up to the part where there's a Medusa that I got to kill, but harpies are flying around, and a Medusa almost always freezes me instantly. Oh. And the harpies just... Yeah, I mean, this was the same in every one of these, uh, you know, installments of God of War. But, like, yeah. I just can't get past this, and it's really pissing me off. I don't so, like uh, it. Yeah. yeah. It's I don't it. like it. Oh, you're such a bitch. You know that? You know what? That's why. That's why our divorce is coming soon. Ouch! Don't threaten that. Coming that's soon. She threatened it on me. Hey, Hope, when are you going to divorce me? <laughs> Tony. What? Um, if you think that's bad, wait till you get to um the part. Remember where the Medusa statues are, and oh, those guys easy. that with the claws. Yeah, that's easy. I mean, like, you could break the statues and stuff like that, but, uh, like, this one... Yeah, but on God mode, it's even harder because yeah. those guys could kill you in, in one combo. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's very nice. Nice. Your mother. Oh, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> is that it? Uh, no, more. Mo. Oh, uh, is there more? Uh, in and Mo. Playing Final Fantasy, no, Fantasy Star 4 again because I got bored. And that's Four. It. Okay. Ah, what's your playing? I've been playing Final Fantasy 4. Um, just cleaning up at the end, trying to get all the weapons and finishing. My character's like level 75 and below. So um, I'm pretty sure I could like whoop the boss's ass, but... Um, you're a bitch. I, I was looking. <laughs> I was looking up some stuff, and um, I, I realized now, like the augment system is a lot more than I thought it was, and I wasn't using augments at all. So now I feel like, oh man, I missed out on so much. But oh well, it's not like uh, I got through the original game with those augments anyway. Um, well, World of Warcraft expansion came out on Thursday, and I've been playing that for the past four days. Are you level uh, 80 yet? What? Are you level 80 yet? Please. <laughs> I am not one of those people. Apparently somebody <clears throat> got level 80 in like 27 hours because they were like cheating. They, oh, shit. I would say cheating, but um, they basically were doing like three, four, five people worth of enemies, killing that many enemies, and then they had somebody out of their, out of the group just separate standing by healing them. And oh. that's it's creative use of game mechanics, but yeah. it's technically an exploit. But um, there are people like on my server I've been seeing all weekend, like Realm First, because you get achievements in World of Warcraft now. And so they have these uh, Realm First achievements where if you get something and you're the first person to get it, you get what they call a, a feat of strength. You don't mm -hmm. get any achievement points for it, but it's something that stands the test of time. Because it's something that can only happen usually once or something that happened and they don't do it anymore. So it's just Peter strength. So mm -hmm. I've been seeing like level 80s and like you can get first level 80 for your race or first level 80 for your class. Um, so I saw a couple of times so I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm level 72. Just hit 72 this morning. Okay. So it sounds like, well, I shouldn't say it sounds like, but you've been playing for the past four days and it's only two levels. So it, it's, a, it's a healthy amount of, of play in order to raise each level now that you're coming up from 70? Yeah, well, the, in order to get from 70 to 71, it took a million and a half experience. So 1.5 million experience points, and you get like 1,000 a kill when you're rested, 
and you get anywhere between twelve and twenty something thousand for a quest. Right. So, you know, between questing and doing instances and whatnot, um <clears throat> you know, I I've been taking my time and I've been doing other things. It's not like, you know, from Thursday when I got home from work till just now I've been playing Warcraft, so um, you know, there are people who are all varying kinds of levels. Um I've also been playing some Xbox with Edgy Buccaneer, uh, as I've advertised in my GameSpot blog. I've finished Gears of War over the weekend on Hardcore. Mm. Uh, oh, the that's right. right. That's right. Uh, and we've been playing Mercenaries 2. Uh, it <clears throat> corrupted my save just now. And, oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, it, it corrupted my save to the point that it completely killed my, um, my what you call it? What is it? You got my it. control scheme, and it changed my character. I was using the black guy. Whoa, it changed then, it? Yeah, it, it completely deleted the existence of my character to the point that it, I guess it uses Matthias as a default. Uh-huh. So like, I, looked at my, I looked at the games in the menu, and you, they show the character's face of the person that you're using in the save icon, and this one just had the skull. And then my what? old game that I had from when I first started, when I first bought the game, um, that has Chris's face on it. So I'm like, ah, it doesn't really matter. All I did was, the only difference between the two files was that I unlocked the jet guy, mm-hmm. uh, the jet pilot. So I could always just unlock the jet pilot again. It took, like, a little bit. And then I made a whole bunch of money playing with Edu, but I could do that again, too. So, uh, so other than that, I have not done anything. That's all I've been playing. Oh, that's no. actually more than I've been playing. What, what, Tony? No, no, I'm, I'm looking at Hope. Stop making fun of Val, okay? <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. I suppose whatever I've been playing. I've been playing, actually, they sent, GameSpot sent me, um, what's this called? Transform, the, let me read the title so I'm getting it properly. Transformers Animated, the game, which is basically based on the new animated series. Um, not the old, old-ass ones with the old theme song and, like, you know, the awesome-sounding Optimus Prime, but this new one, which looks kind of lame. But uh, I don't know if any oh, of you have seen new, new Transformers. No, I haven't, but I completely forgot that um, there were a couple more games that I wanted to mention that I played on PC, but keep going. You got a uh, oh, go, go back, go back. It'll, we'll give you a three-minute <laughs> countdown. Okay. Um, Left 4 Dead is the most Left 4 Dead demo. Mm-hmm. It played for three minutes, and I love it, and I bought it. So um, Left 4 Dead, awesome. Uh, <laughs> Overlord, which I paid $10 for on Steam over this weekend. Because really, by the time you hear this, it won't be $10, but it's uh, awesome. It's Evil Pikmin. Awesome. Yeah, that's what I've heard a lot. Yeah, it, it's really cool, especially since my computer can like really run the game really well. And everything is on high. It looks really cute, and it's really funny. And um, I said cute. I meant cool. And uh, <laughs> Pikmin's cute. It, it's, it's a pretty good game. So it was those two. Um, and that's it, yeah. Left 4 Dead and Overlord. Okay. Uh, back to the show. No, back to me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this Transformers animated. I'm looking at the box art, and like this, it's kind of like how the Turtles reinvented themselves, except not nearly as good. And I don't uh, even know if the Turtles reinvention was that good. I just know the art is, like, okay. Like, I don't, I don't gasp at it. And this okay. one, eh, it's like, what'd you say? Oh, me? Yeah. I said it sure as hell didn't last as long as the original Turtles. Yeah, this is, I don't know. But 
The game is actually not not that bad. I mean, it's not a, a slam dunk, but it's basically uh, the Lost Vikings with tra- with the three Transformers at your disposal. Mm-hmm. That's the way I see it, at least, because you get Bumblebee, Optimus Prime, and uh, Bulkhead. Uh, I've heard that guy. Yeah, neither have I. I think he was new for this cartoon series. And um, and you also get the guy Prowler, who you use for the um, for highway chase levels, which okay. are kind of dumb. But uh, basically, I keep I hate, I hate basically. But so you basically. try to get to the end of the level. You, you try to get all three of your characters to the end of the level, and it's similar to Lost Vikings in that Bumblebee can jump and do wall jumps uh, and power up certain certain devices with a certain uh, with a certain socket, and then Optimus Prime can't jump, which kind of doesn't make any sense to me, but he can't jump. But he can... He can Was he Mega Man? <laughs> Mega, Man can <laughs> Mega Man can jump. Yeah, he can jump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Optimus Prime can latch onto these red girders and swing up on them, whereas the uh-huh. others can't. So he could get to higher places that others can't if they're blocked by those girders. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of contrived. And he can... You can draw a trace on the DS touchscreen with his stylus to determine where his battle axe goes, where he throws it, so he can switch. He can hit remote switches, so that's his power. And then Bulkhead can basically pound through doors. And uh, pound, he, he can pound through doors. Bulkhead? I don't know, but he can pound through doors, push large objects onto like onto floor panels and switches, and all that all, all that type of stuff. He can't jump either, by the way, because he's bulky. <laughs> so his head's too big. Yeah, basically. So it's 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 similar in that vein again to, to the Lost Vikings, and it's not terrible. The the animation is pretty good. The graphics are they're not super smooth, but they're like thirty frames a second. Um, it's it's all in three D, and they do a decent job of giving you that like cartoony, not cell shaded, but flat colored. So it mm-hmm. looks more like the cartoon than it does like a grainy trying to be realistic DS game. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, not a slam dunk. Uh, should you get it for your kid? Sure, why not? Maybe if it's on sale or something. I don't know. I, I still have, a, a, according to the save screen, I have ten percent more of it to go. So, I don't know. You could probably, if your kid was addicted, he could probably finish it like in a day. But anyway, well, that's, the, that's the only game your kid owns. Yeah. <laughs> if, that's all, if, all, if that's all you buy for your kid, then yeah, buy him more stuff. <laughs> um, but there are apparently unlockables as you go into the game, so maybe maybe some new stuff comes out when you finish the game. But so far, all I've seen are the cinematics that you cannot, that you see between stages. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I already saw these, but uh, you know, whatever. It's like a standard unlockable to me. I feel like that should be in every game. Uh, but uh, that's that that's been it. I haven't been really playing anything during the week. Uh, I was trying to salvage stuff and, and work on stuff during the week, so no gaming then. Uh, and that's about all for what I've been playing. We will be playing a whole shit ton of rock band come Friday, though. So mm. if you're in the New York area and you're over 21, I'm not going to serve liquor to you. If you're under 21, then come on by my place. And if you don't know where it is, then all the better, because you might just kidnap me, kidnap and rob us. So, yeah. What time? That's it. Uh, 7 p.m. to 3 a.m. Oh. So, oh, God. <laughs> and Tony put... Tony goodbye, liver. <laughs> yeah, goodbye, liver. That's right. Uh, we are going to have dishes from the 24 marathon that I just came back from, uh, which means that there will be some new foods. Uh, the favorite name being Benny Agbayani chicken, which is chicken and pineapple sauce and wrapped in bacon. Ooh. So there goes your heart, too. <laughs> Anything wrapped in bacon is good. <laughs> Not a lot of it, though, so if you want it, you better come early. Anyway, that's it for what we've been playing. Really well, you know, I'm a beer, really. Yeah. 
we're on to the new city, new city news, and we have stuff like stuff. We're, we broke it up into sections, uh, and so the first section is the piracy section. We've Arr. got we've got kind of what looks to be an investigative report by the GamesPolitics.com people. The headline is ESA visits the Mexican market, returns with ninety-one thousand bootleg games. Nice. The Entertainment Software Association, the trade group which represents U.S. video game publishers, has issued a press release detailing a raid on a notorious marketplace in Guadalajara, Mexico. Me- Mexico. According to the release, Mexican law enforcement officials, acting in concert with the ESA, raided the San Juan de, San Juan de Dios market where they seized, quote, 91,200 illegal copies of video games, 130,000 video game box cover inserts, 3,200 empty video game boxes. In June, as Game Politics reported, the ESA staged a similar operation in Mexico City's Pepito Marketplace. Of the latest raid, ESA boss Michael Gallagher commented, Piracy markets such as San Juan de Dios, San Juan de Dios, hurts businesses engaging in the legitimate distribution and retailing of computer and video games. We commend Mexican law enforcement officials for their actions in this raid and are fully committed to committed to fully supporting authorities around the world who conduct these kinds of enforcement actions. I don't know why I personified him. I, I, I don't either. Sounds like I he's really fat don't. and he's still eating. Yeah, <laughs> no but he, he's probably a good guy. So, um, so yeah, there's a YouTube video of the raid. Um, let me no, let, let's, not from the raid. Oh, it's of the market itself. Okay. Yeah. Um, it doesn't give the menu to show where the URL is. Um, so I'm just going to click it at the risk of um, at the risk of burning my internet, but I'm going to stop the video from playing. Okay, so if you want to see this video, the title is The Market at San Juan de Dios. S-A-N-J-U-A-N-D-E-D-I-O-S. That's San Juan de Dios. The keyword tags are Casón in Mexico. C-A-S-O-N-I-N-M-E-X-I-C-O. You know how to spell Mexico. So if you want to see the video, there it is. Uh, Tony, question? You said something? Well, they made 130,000 video game inserts, but only 3,200 empty video game boxes. That's why our country's in a deficit. Oh, that's all they no, seized. Mexicans fucking with us. That's all they seized. Huh? That's all they <laughs> seized. There could be more empty video game boxes everywhere. I'm sure there were. <laughs> it could have just like, Mexico. made 3,000 uh, 3, copies of like each game. You know, 91,000 games, 3,000 box covers. Like, yeah. just... 3,000 games that they copied multiple times. Sure, yeah. They took the game, they emptied it out, and whatever. Why are you putting uh, logic in this? I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> because logic is your enemy. But, so, there's that. And then there's the mother and son duo, which, the mother and son, not brother and sister, but mother and son, that, that, that's good parenting. Uh, mother and son arrested in R4 piracy bust. If you don't know what the R4 is, R4... Good. Is a uh, yeah good, but it's basically a way to do illegal stuff with your DS, um, and nothing no no more attention will be brought onto that particular product. But um, so Nintendo's been cracking down pretty heavily, and Brian Ashcraft reports on this mother and son. It's, he says from Kotaku, the Nintendo copyright crackdown continues. The Kyoto Prefectural High Tech Crime Prevention Unit has arrested three individuals in Osaka Prefecture in connection with selling R4 style piracy devices. The R4 can be inserted into the blah, 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 blah. If you don't know how it works, good. <laughs> Not only did the police arrest Yasueda Okada, the 58-year-old president of the company selling these devices, but also her adult son who is a suspect in the case. A third individual is in custody as well. All three have denied any wrongdoing. 
you know what they say, the family that sells R4 together gets arrested and goes to jail together. So family businesses, it, that, that's like the mafia. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I was going to compare this to um, the, uh, the guy who was taking the games back to the store and making copies. Remember that? And his mom was in it. Oh, shit. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to compare it to that, but this is more like a business. Yeah, it's like so a couple. Yeah. Well, it's, they, yeah, they're just selling the devices. They're not selling any like games per se. So I think this might be. I don't know. I I I I wonder how how much I shouldn't say how much of an easy time. That's poor English. How easy it is for them to actually get these guys in trouble because they're not really selling. You know, well, I guess the copyright is in how is in them creating a device that's li- that that's not licensed for the DS, but that uses mm-hmm. its so- its its software because it's like it's got to work with the DS. So they got to somehow have obtained whatever they need to do to do homebrew stuff on it. Just right. like any, just like, it's basically like any other homebrew person, except they're going after these guys because they formed a company out of it. I don't know. Like, what's the, what's the law around that? If I'm saying, okay, I'm creating a program for the DS that's contained in this little chip, but I'm actually not providing anything illegal. Or uh, anything. It's anything, engineering that's illegal. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. But how do the homebrew people get their shit to run. I mean, do they hack into it or do they reverse engineer it? Well, somebody probably had to either break something, which is hacking, uh-huh. or reverse engineer and work around whatever is in the system to identify whether a card is a cart or not. So, like, most, like for example, like We Homebrew, they break it. They, they hack it. And they use that uh, Twilight Princess bug to run code on the Wii. Right, 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 right. But for something like you know the the PSP stuff that they do, that's all reverse engineer. Okay, right, right, right. Unless you're talking about the buffer overflow crap that <laughs> almost might break your system if you're not careful. <laughs> right. Any kind of buffer overflow is a hack. Yeah. But any kind of workaround is a reverse engineer. But you know what these guys did wrong, though, why they got arrested, is because they're not real pirates. Right. I'm I'm talking about real, like, I have a hat and a sword and a parrot, and, like, I'm missing an arm or a leg, and I have a hook and a leg, and, you know, I'm sailing around uh, the the African continent going, yard, and, you know, with swords. That's racist, but this is coming from you, I guess. That's not at No, it's not. That's how they talk. No, that's not racist. <laughs> that's okay. That's how these people talk. Because, well, they're actually real pirates on boats, pirating games. Apparently, um, well, no, not not in that way. Um, this story is from Chris Chris Pigna on One Up News. The headline is Somali pirates threatening Western video game shipments, and the underline is, and by piracy we mean the real dangerous guys with guns on boats kind of piracy. Gamers are well used to reading about the repercussions of piracy in the video game industry, but this story about piracy has one important distinct distinction. It's about real pirates. As Reuters <laughs> report... I can only imagine a whole bunch of dudes, like African dudes, on a boat with, with computers <laughs> with and on burners. <laughs> with Paris on a shoulder, yeah. But they have, like, CD burners and computers. <laughs> and all they're doing is just, just copying games. And all it, looked, it looks like, like the game they can't... 
It looks like they came straight out of uh, Typing of the Dead with yeah. the Dreamcast on the back. Yeah, with the Dreamcast on the back. I want you to beat the games out. And then what they do is they like they, they cast the games and they put them in like pallets and then they deliver them all over Africa like Robin Hood. Like that, like that's quote unquote fake pirates. <laughs> <laughs> while the Somali while, while Somali pirates actually actually here here we go um, as Roy uh, did, did I read this part already as Roy is reports increased attacks by Somali pirates around the Horn of Africa are threatening shipping routes which could interrupt the supplies of video game hardware and software in the west while Somali pirates have plagued the Horn of Africa for years what's of particular concern now is that they've been encroaching into the Gulf of Aden and the Red Sea imperiling across access to the Suez Canal, a major shipping route that connects Europe to the Middle East and Asia. Good, so uh, you know where they are. Go get them! What the fuck? <laughs> it's used by firms to transport oil, gas, coal, toys, and yes, video games, but the attacks have gotten so frequent that the firms are considering diverting shipments around Africa to the south through the Cape of Good Hope instead. Doing so, according to PC World, could increase transit times by up to three weeks. Quote, Despite all the publicity over piracy, it will really hit home when consumers in the West find they haven't gotten their Nintendo gifts this Christmas, said Sam Dawson, <laughs> of the International Transport Workers Federation to Reuters. There isn't a let-up in active intervention by navies in the region. The impact on trade will come within weeks or months because we've gone from one attack every couple of weeks to four in a single day. Oh, While the opportunities for pirate jokes are tempting, the situation isn't that gravely serious. Some of the shipments being attacked by Somali pirates are even aid shipments to ooh, ouch, even aid shipments to war torn Somalia itself. Reuters reports that the British killed two pirates this week as part of I'm sorry, as part of increased efforts <laughs> to curb the surge in attacks, but Somali pirates continue to seize boats all the same. As for whether this will actually affect your ability to find a way in stores this holiday season, if you could find one anyway, that is, PC World makes a good point. This will likely affect European shipments more than the U.S. As shipments to the U.S. out of Asia, I'm sorry, as shipments to the U.S. out of Asia are likely to go east rather than through Africa to the west. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Why would shipments to America be going this way? Like that's just stupid. You're on top of spending a whole bunch of money to deliver products the wrong way. Now yeah. you're getting attacked by pirates. You know what's right. even more stupid? That you're getting attacked by pirates. In the same fucking vicinity, you know where pirates are. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Well, they're blocking you know off. They are. I mean, like that—that's what they're saying. If they were to take a detour, they'll take it. It's just going to delay the shipments. So no, don't detour. Just fucking stop the pirates. What the fuck is going on? We know where they are. Yeah, man. Just stop all those drug dealers in New York. You know where they are. Oh it's no, easy. no, 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 it's no, easy. no. That's that's different. <laughs> Every, listen, everybody wants drugs. Nobody wants pirates anymore. <laughs> Nobody likes them. Wait, no, 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 no. The, the, the comparison would be everybody wants drugs, nobody wants video games. Nah, you can't I want compare drugs to the actual pirate. Well, now, yeah, but the pirate would stop drugs because they want it for themselves. That's the whole thing. There's a pirate what? out there. There's a pirate out there who wants to take every single game because, you know, he was like me. He was poor. He couldn't afford them. Now he wants them. And, you know, we got to stop that guy. And we know where he is. I, I know where the drug dealer on the corner of 52nd and 6th is. No, that doesn't exist. Don't talk about my dad. 52nd Street St. Nick? He lives there? He lives in oh, like no, no, no. Not actually, a black he's... hole that doesn't exist? Yeah. St. <laughs> Nick? Yeah, I live on Hucklebuck Avenue in Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> um, in any case, uh, like, why don't 
they fucking they know where they that's my point they know where they are why don't they stop them they right. kill two pirates well, right. they, they want to increase like, naval activity to try and stop the pirates maybe the pirates have uh good ass weapons you know they upgraded their units <laughs> <laughs> we need to upgrade our units. We need to send our uh, our fucking funds to the foundry. Get better cannon. I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody, yeah. let's connect and form a hook, a hook hand. That's what we should do. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. In concept, yes. You could just say stop them. Of course, they probably are working on a plan on how to stop them. But it's not like. Oh, we know exactly where they are. We're going to come back with a hundred percent success rate. Remember, have the George Bush mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, they're going to have to like keep those officers up around the clock around those areas and make sure they don't fall asleep because those pirates will get you. They will sneak on the boat and stick you in the back with a knife, a butter knife. They have to sneak. Be like, we are the pirates. We, we are the pirates. Now. We have the fucking guns. Pirates from Africa. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they do speak and they're English, from though. Somali. Yeah. Somalia. Yeah. But back to the regular piracy, which is why if you're still if you pirate shit, this is why you're wrong. But the, the game life from the Wired blog talked to the world of Goo developer, um, and he's talk he's not talking about the Somalian pirates. He's talking back about the old wussy pirates who don't have guns. Mm-hmm. John Snow says most people defend software piracy by saying that it only hurts the big guys, but indie designers like 2D Boys, Ron Carmel, are also getting hit. Carmel writes in a discussion thread at Rock Paper Shotgun that the piracy rate for World of Goo is at about 90%. Mm. Based on what he's seen on torrent sites and from unique IPs that have contacted developers' leaderboards. Talking to Joystick, he notes that he has received mail from people who pirated the game but ended up paying for it, but it's a, quote, very small percentage. We're doing okay, though, says Carmel. We're getting good sales through WeWare, Steam, and our website. Not going bankrupt just yet. Even though they're doing okay, World of Goo is truly a terrific game, and it would be a shame not to see it do it even better. And all it takes is a $20 contribution. The game's even available on the Mac. 90% for, just for this guy who made an independent game. All he wants to do is break into the business and make something fun. And 90% of his product, that, that the people are, 90% of the market has pirated his product. That's just That's shit. horrible. That is fucking horrible. I'm one degree of separation from this guy only because of one of my sister's friends actually is one of his good friends. And I got to see World of Goo because like, he came over to our house and he was just like, hey, check this out. And I was playing. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely buying it when it comes out. Still haven't bought it, but that's because I won't be able to play it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm going to buy it, not uh, BitTorrent it. Thank you very much. Assholes. Asshole. <laughs> he's, an, he's an asshole. Um, what was that? I just repeated you. Okay. Uh, that moving off on to piracy, on to people and legal issues. Though piracy is kind of a legal issue. So that's a good segue. <laughs> um, on blogs.wired.com. Actually, no wait. This is this is not on. Uh, I am I am missing some links here. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. We're so, yeah, I I uh, do not have it here. So let me second life. Open up to this. Yes, it's supposed to be a second life link. Here we go. Blog.wire.com again, and this time by this guy, Lewis Wallace. Okay, he's a new guy. Uh, reports on this. The headline is Second Life Affair Leads to Real World Divorce, which, as we all know, leads to virtual world murder in Japan, as we've already seen. But no, no, actually, this isn't MapleStory. Virtual divorce. That virtual to virtual murder. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now, this isn't MapleStory, though. This is Second Life. Amy Teller, 28, is divorcing her husband, her real husband, allegedly 
After allegedly catching him engaging in virtual sex with a prostitute in the simulated world, according to British paper Western Morning News. In court papers, Taylor says she caught her 40-year-old husband. Okay, you're 28. Your husband's 40. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Caught her 40-year-old husband, David Pollard, twice with other women, in quotes, in Second Life. Linden Labs Virtual World lets players create unique avatars and then use the characters to explore an endless variety of activities, like humping the ground. Quote, I looked at the computer screen and could see his character having sex with a female character, Taylor told the paper. It's cheating as far as I'm concerned, but he didn't see it as a problem and couldn't see why I was so upset. The kicker? The couple were married in 2005 after meeting in a chat room. The bigger Apparently, kicker? I have a picture of these two. Have you guys seen it? No. It's on Kotaku. Um, they're like, wow, unbelievable, wow. So, um... Actually, look at any of the Kotaku um, articles that we're doing. It's at the top. The second life marriage ends the way many real ones do. Oh, dear God. That can't be dumb. That is them. (laughs) Uh, That's them. Oh. That's crazy, right? I see. So, on to the next story. (laughs) No wonder. Well, I I mean, I want to ask you about this. I mean, at what point does, like, and, and this is... I'm not passing judgment on on um, on her decision to divorce him because she felt cheated on because it's a sticky slope and I know it may sound ridiculous to some people, but like okay, so for you guys, where is the line drawn? If you if you engage in phone sex or cyber sex with somebody who is not your spouse, it's not. I don't consider it in the same vein as physical cheating, but that's still kind of letting your thoughts stray and acting out on that. Is that yeah. is that something that you would be upset at for your spouse doing in that manner? Not necessarily divorce. That's you know that's the choice that comes down the road. But upset enough to bring it up. Hey, look, this is an issue for me. Yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm feeling the same way. What about you, Tony? Like, what is is that like? If you well, uh, let's just put it this way: Would you divorce your husband because he's spending too much time on World of Warcraft? It's different. It's not it's just not about different. No, no, no. It's not different because it, it, you are spending more time with somebody else than your wife, and that's but, it's but, not in a lecherous manner. In 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 a way that it doesn't like matter. it doesn't matter. Women are irrational that way. I mean, they'll they'll go I, and they'll make up any reason as to well, why they have. you are. Yeah, but the, but the the point here is not whether or not women are rational because a lot of people are fucking <laughs> rational. The point here is, would you, as like someone, let, let, let's say. I mean, this is. I'm not going to ask you anything superly personal and like ask about your relationships. That's fine. No, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm. I'm just saying, like, through normal moral standards, when people cheat on someone else, like engaging in a sexual or uh, a, an otherwise passionate activity with someone who uh-huh. is not your mate, okay, mm-hmm. there are grounds for people to be upset about that. Absolutely. Agree. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, my question to you is, it. Is are those grounds similar when you engage in those similar activities, but it's virtual and not physically real? And well, that's why I said phone sex and, and cyber sex. Well, let me. You know what? Let's get it from the horse's mouth. Hey, Hope. Uh, <laughs> listen, if I was on a video game and I was talking to somebody, an avatar, which is a character that they made up, um, and I'm talking to them and I engage in a sexual activity with them on the co- on the computer game, cyber would you sex. be upset? Huh? I'm sorry? It's cyber sex. Basically cyber phone sex. sex. Yeah. 
if I engage in cyber... It doesn't have to mean a game. It's not... It, well, it's a real person controlling the character, you know, but if well, I well, have sex with that character... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it could be anything from just typing to actually, like, if the game has an option to, like, sheboink her, then you do it, and, like, you act like you enjoy that. Uh, I would crush your tranny. <laughs> what did she say? She would crush she your said, tranny? No, no, no. She wouldn't think I was cheating, but she would question my sanity. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm going to. It's like, you know, why would you divorce him just on grounds of that it's not real? I mean, like, are you – here's the thing. If you're concerned that he's going to go after the actual person that is right. controlling that character, then there's a different line there, okay? Right. Yeah, the whole especially thing is, you say that's a guy. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think it's totally <laughs> – di- it's not totally different, but I, I, I know it's – to me, it's not as uh, – I don't I, see. I, I I am afraid to say this, but it's like it's not as serious of a thing as actually going out and doing it. But to me, it still displays a large mother mother, a large measure <laughs> of unfaithfulness, which is the key kind of ingredient in why people get upset because someone's well, being unfaithful. Transversely, what what if you watch porn a lot? I mean, does that mean you're cheating on your wife? Hope. <laughs> but see, I think that the difference between that yeah, and yeah. and, and the virtual activity, Tony. What? Listen, I think the difference between watching porn and like having, uh, you know, virtual relations, quote unquote. Oh, we well, came up with a new thing. term. That's the thing. Uh, wait, wait. No, let him, let him finish. Let him finish as you. I sorry, think sorry. that the only difference is that with porn, you're interacting with something that's inanimate. You're not interacting with a human being, whether it be male or female, uh, because obviously in video games and in chat, males tend to pretend that they're females. I have no idea why, but they tend to do that. <laughs> but when it comes to watching a video, it's inanimate. It's all, it's just you. It's like, okay, it, it's like, say, for example, if you masturbate to the thought of somebody else, is that cheating? And, and, the, other thing, and, and the other thing here is that, I mean, two things. One, it's also, it, that's why I didn't bring up, like, making your character have sex with a girl in Grand Theft Auto because it's like a one-way thing. It's, 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 it's hard to verbalize, and I know people want to be like, it's the same thing. It's not. It's, it's not. not because it's not a human-to-human interaction. It's not, it's not someone else reciprocating. It's not someone that you're actually engaging in a relation with. It's just like, like hey, let's fuck around in this game, and like, you know, it, it, there's nobody on the other end. It's all ones and zeros. Right. But the person on the other end of the chat room, on the other end of the telephone, or on the other end of that game, is it actually a person who, who feels like you, or unless he's fucking around with you, wants to receive and reciprocate and do something and engage in a relationship that is not your own relationship. Um, and I think that was the second thing I was talking about, is that it's just, it's like, it's like, and, and, oh no, the second thing I was going to say is that, you know, people do sometimes get upset at other people watching porn. You know, mm-hmm. that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying is it's a measure of what you think constitute unfaithfulness. So, so I guess to you, this is, this is not really that, and I'm not, and there's, there's, this is different for every person. So it's fine. Like, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I mean, not that I don't disagree with you, but I don't think there's anything wrong with what you're thinking. You know, obviously not. Mm -hmm. No, if, if it's not a problem for you, it's not a problem, you know? So, but what were you going to say? The thing, the thing I was getting at is it doesn't matter if there's another person online. Okay. It's what the person you're with thinks. Okay, if she thinks 
that you watch in porn, no matter if there's a, a human you know, recipient on the other end or whether, you know, there's like a human element mixed into it. It doesn't matter. If you're watching porn and she's upset about it and she feels that you're being unfaithful because you're looking at other women, okay, other than her and, you know, having some kind of gratification out of that, then, then they'll divorce you. I mean, like that, it doesn't matter. And looking at this couple, oh, I think they got <laughs> But I, I think she's I think, got yeah. issues too. Yeah. I mean, like I, really, you know, she's, she. I'm not, I, I don't want to make fun of her. I don't know her, you know, but, you know, and forgive me if I'm like jumping the gun on this, but she strikes me as an insecure person, someone who thinks that as soon as she sees something that her husband is interested in, she, you know, she will be uh, better dealed. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, that's what it comes down to. Uh, oh, so you think you're going to, you know, lose your husband because he had sex with somebody on a video game? Yes, I do. Okay, get a divorce. I mean, like, that's what it all comes down to. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know if it's that simple. I really don't think it's no, that it's simple. Not, but it's it, like, but, it but, not but that I'm, simple, but like, come on. What I'm going to say is that what you were saying right now is pretty much echoing what I was just saying. It's different for every person as to what determines, you know, what determines. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Okay, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Like, Hope wants to say something. Oh, boy. And you know what? She's absolutely right. <laughs> but yeah, like my 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 uh, thing in the end was it it's it's up to the like you said it's the person who it's the it's the couple who determines like what are the what are those measures for saying that someone's being unfaithful? And my thing is I'm just saying that to the question was what is when oh, the sausage stop she stop repeating that. <laughs> <laughs> my my thing is that like for me and it sounds like Raal like the criteria for any measure of unfaithfulness starts at even the virtual activities and the phone sex type of things like for us it starts there and for other people it starts somewhere else you know past that so oh wow so he just wrote when you dip your spoon into the pudding great thanks park the car in the garage let's go um, <laughs> it reminds me of well I got it from the the old. Uh, I don't forget what skit it was, the, Cos- the Cosby condoms thing. Before you dip the spoon into the pudding, before you dip the, the spoon into the pudding, you have to. What was it? What was the rest of it? Use a Cosby condom. Oh, use a Cosby. Okay, um, more weird out people, weirded out internet people. I mean, this is this this is kind of creepy. This picture of this guy is really. He looks like an alien. Yeah, and I mean, like the 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 little green alien men on X Files. Um, yeah. The headline is Japan's most wanted fugitive murder suspect pictured in game um i'm not gonna read this whole thing but the gist of it is that this guy um tatsuya ichihashi i i don't know how to pronounce this but he um he is wanted for the quote sadistic murder of Lindsay hawker a 22 year old english tutor her body was found in the suspect's apartment in march the young woman had been bound, strangled, and beaten over the course of a 36-hour ordeal. And so this guy's face, uh, along with other wanted men, is appearing in a slot machine game. Hitting the jackpot will reveal detailed information about the fugitives and explain how to f- report tips. That's, that's, that's kind of weird. Um, yeah. uh, here, here's, an, here's an update. Sky News is now reporting that the family of victim Lindsay Hawker is upset about Femista's plans to include information about her murder in the game. Um, I think they're mostly upset because they haven't been consulted about it, 
and um, also that it's in poor taste, which I kind of agree with. Um, and yeah, it's just in poor taste. Although at the same time, I'm like, you know that, you know, if, if police, the police want to like post a wanted ad in, mm-hmm. you know how Barack Obama was campaigning and he posted an ad in, in Burnout Paradise. If mm-hmm. they were to post a real wanted ad um, in like a billboard on Burnout Paradise, that's a pretty innovative way of, I guess, depending on how much the people care enough to call the police. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a, at least it's an innovative way to spread it. They just have to find out how to do it more tastefully. Yeah, because I don't understand how winning a jackpot would, you know, I'm, I just won a jackpot. Now I got to go and read about some fugitive and how to report tips on him. Come on. And, and not only that, but the details of the murder. Yeah, it's like, oh, ding, 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 you just won $5 million. And now you get to hear about some dude who, like, strangled and raped this woman in an apartment. And, and here, look at the If you know anything about it, contact 577 tips. And this oh, is her name. And by and the way, uh, we know where he is. We just wanted to put him in a video game. You know, what the fuck? That's just poor fucking taste. Why would you do that? It's like, I mean, like, seriously, if that was, like, your family member, would you want that in any video right. game? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, so he's still wanted. They don't have any updates on, like, where he is or whatever, but there's, a, there's already an established website. I think if they wanted to do anything, they say, all right, the family already put up a website. Uh-huh. Let's put the website URL because you know how, like, in some of the old arcade games, they had the screens that said, like, don't do drugs, and then they yeah. had, like, presidential suits. Right. Let's do something like that, you know? Oh, that's absolutely perfect. I mean, like, you know, you, you always had those in, uh, like, the, especially the games in, like, the 90s, you know, uh, yeah. yep. don't do drugs, and they had the whole thing from the FBI commissioner or whatever the fuck. Don't do drugs. They're bad so, for you. Yeah, and, you know, you could do it that way, but a jackpot that discloses, uh, oh. Yeah. Terrible. And, and- yeah, and this this type of like this type of thing is just tasteless. But there are useful things to to useful ways to use it. And like again, if they did it in good taste, I have no problem with it. And it's another reason if they do it in good taste why games should not be banned. But apparently, Utah enforces a partial game ban. That's great. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. We will. You know, we we will bow down. Bible Belt. Bible what, belt. What's the dude's name? Uh, whatever. Whatever the the um. Who is the guy they parodied in South Park? Mm. <clears throat> a lot of guys. I don't. I don't know if it was Mormonism exactly. <laughs> it was either Mormonism or Scientology. It was one of those two. It right. was. A, it was. A, it was a religion where, like, they're making fun of where they said that, um, like, a, a, a rock told him to write scripture on like a tablet or something like that. No, uh, yeah. It was probably Scientology. Okay. Anyway, nothing to do with this. He, not neither here nor there. We'll probably get a lot of flaming hate mail from like religious nuts. So I'm sorry. <laughs> not really. Today may be your national gaming at your library day, but one local library in Utah has placed restrictions on game access. Utah's KSL 5 reports that officials of the Eagle Mountain Library found that teens were monopolizing its PCs in order to play online games. Spokesperson Linda Peterson commented there were students and adults who needed to use computers for research that were having to wait too long and, you know, getting frustrated by that. The Eagle Mountain Library's game ban extends only from 2 to 5 p.m. on weekdays. Someone in Utah apparently didn't get the memo about gaming at the library concept. KSL 5 notes that several other libraries in the same county have even harsher restrictions on games. So this is completely different than what we are talking about. And that goes to show that we should probably read the articles before talking about religion. (laughs) I don't understand why they're even letting the kids and adults play games at the damn library. Go home. Yeah, exactly. It's there and it's free. That's Unless why. they want to, like, uh, you know, just, like, totally fucking piss people off on the yellow line, and they don't want it, you know, coming back to their IP, you know, if they get banned. Right, so, right, right. 
so I mean, like, but the whole thing is like, oh, okay, so they're playing games. You know, they're playing games. Why do you have to have like a band just tell them, listen, you can't play games here. Get out and be right. like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, you know, and give or, it to the. Yeah. Why are they waiting so long? See those Bible mm-hmm. belt, you know, those Bible belt thumping bastards. I don't think it has anything to do with that, honestly. Oh, I think it any, does. It's no, I don't. No, I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> okay, any so. any stupid librarian who doesn't know how to lock down their computers and call the tech guys to remove the software or to block the software or block Flash on the internet right. or something like that. Right. Any any anybody 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 anybody. Oh, my soapbox to uh, bash the Bible states. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I have nothing against them. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I hate them. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Moving from people and legal on to business. And this is not really business, but just something funny. Um, If anybody's seen the online Radio Shack ad um, for the Xbox 360 bundle for the holidays, which includes Kung Fu Panda and Lego Indiana Jones, um, just look at the picture really carefully, and you'll notice that the Xbox 360 is upside down. Yeah, Yeah, you know, I didn't notice that until I read the first comment. Why would they put that poor 360 upside down? I'm like, like, how can you? Ba- how did they balance it on the hard drive like that? Is it that long in order that, that they could balance it there? I don't know, but it's just, it's just funny. Anyway, that's not news. Um, the real news is <laughs> Circuit City and Al said the moment we've all been waiting for, and that's because we like all this shit was leading up to this. Circuit uh-huh. City files for bankruptcy, owes 898 million dollars. Al, you want to give a go at this? Sure. Um, Written by Michael McGuartor at Kotaku. Given Circuit City's recently publicized downsizing and rumored credit concerns, it probably won't come as a surprise that situation is dire enough for electronics and software retailer for them to file for bankruptcy protection. If that was out of the blue, aren't you glad we prefaced the announcement with how unsurprising it would be? <laughs> now you won't be shocked to learn that Circuit City has filed for Chapter 11. Circuit City owes close to $900 million to its vendors, which a $1.1 billion loan will help pare down. Oh. Speaking of paring down, they'll be shedding another 700 employees on top mm-hmm. of the thousands already hit by the axe, according oh. to Wall Street Journal. The company's stock in turn tumbled further. Wall Street Journal also reports that the U.S. of A's second largest re- electronic retailer owes over $118 million to HP alone mm. with a $60 million bill to PlayStation manufacturer Sony also unpaid. Mm. And of course, it's possible you might get some sales deals from Circuit City in the coming weeks because they are having problems and they need money. That's the we, <laughs> We're what we call scavengers. Our, uh, our Circuit Checking City at the carcasses. Yeah, the one by us. Uh, it's closing when, Pook? <laughs> she sounds genuinely sad. <laughs> I don't know. It's always like that. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like it's like the Wiz all over again. And yeah. I was employed by the Wiz when all of this shit was happening. Like they didn't, they did not pay any of their um, vendors to, you know, uh, distribute goods to them. So we just had like, uh, I guess what you would call a feeding frenzy. We would have Hewlett Packard fucking computers, okay, and um, Packard Bell. You remember that shit? Oh, Packard Bell. Packard Bell, okay, those those were our biggest computers because why? We didn't have nobody else. So we had to explain to, uh, to customers why we don't have the Sony computer, why we don't have the IBM, why we don't have this. And 
you know, in, in general, what we should have been saying is, oh, yeah, we don't have this because we're closing. And that's exactly yeah. what's happening in Circuit City. Yeah I, yeah, I remember I was telling you last week in the Lost episode where we had the, the Wiz in my building was closing, and I got, like, Mortal Kombat 5 for 25 bucks and Resident Evil 0 for 35 bucks, and I was like, I'm just going for this shit to go down in price. And then when it went back, when, when games were, like, 20 bucks and 15 bucks, there was nothing that I wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause, and so I got that stupid Robotech game that Al still doesn't <laughs> remember, and it's probably better for him. Mm-hmm. But then, so... That's probably one way to save some money by going to this liquidation of this poor store. But, Al, you found five other ways courtesy of Kotaku. What are they? Yeah, um, in an article by Owen Good, um, five ways to stretch your gaming dollar. Uh, The strategy in a nutshell, one, stay current with upcoming release dates so so you've made your decision on every drop before it happens as less of an impulse purchase, which can get you in trouble. Two, read reviews critically. Look for criticisms that point out game flaws that drive you nuts. They can help you stay away from bad purchase. Three, get the demo and play it all the way through. Speaks for itself. Demos are useful for more than just hyping an upcoming game. Number four, trade-ins by used. You might get soaked in the secondary market. You might dislike how much GameStop makes off this resale. That's me. But it's still a cheap way to get a game, not a new one. And something he didn't know, number five, joining gaming communities. Geek Dad specifically mentions Guzex. That is Guzex.com, G-O-O-Z-E-X, if you're interested. These resources can help, can assist you in trading your games with others and spotting upcoming deals and discounts at your local stores. I have a number six, CheapAssGamer.com. Yeah. Oh, um, Robert Ashley from OneUp.com put up a very similar and, in my opinion, a much better article than, than Kotaku managed to scrub out uh, about, about like gaming on the miserly budget. And he was like, this one guy, what he does is go to Gamefly. When he, when he wants a game that has just come out and as new a copy as possible, he will put that, he will discard everything else on his queue, put that at the top of his queue, mm-hmm. get the game in the mail, and then you know, click the buy button. And keep it so that he has yeah. a brand new copy of the game. He gets some money off on it. And even though, yes, it's a rental copy, he's like probably one of the first people to get that rental copy. A good chance. Very true. So, very, very true. You know, and, and you, you know, as a former Gamefly customer, you know that um, you get the box and manual shipped to you later, right? You get it shipped later? Yeah, if you rented the game. Right. Um, so, yeah, the, the, there's, there's, there's all that. But um, Guzex. Yeah, Guzex is actually pretty good because the way that it works is that you trade your games into Guzex itself for points and then you use those points to buy other people's games. The only problem I can see is what happens when Guzex starts, you know, artificially lowering the amount of points that they decide to give you for your games. Mm. You know, so it ends up being like GameStop where you trade in something for much lesser value than, than, you're getting back, than what you're going to get back. Or, or whatever, however that works. I, I might have said it wrong. But like the, uh-huh. whole, the whole idea is like, as long as Guzex maintains maintain some semblance of equal value, then it's all right. Because they charge you for your trades, but they only charge you a buck. So it's not that bad. Um, so so like if, if you're confident that, like, I, hey, I'm going to send in my copy of Castlevania Portrait of Ruin, and I want to get back Order of Ecclesia, Portrait of Ruin might be like five points, and Order of Ecclesia might be like six. 
which is fair because Portrait of Ruin is an older game, but it's still, you know what I mean? It's still uh, not like a, not like Eat the Cat, the video game. So, <laughs> so you're, not getting, you're not getting that like two points for it. So, but yeah. Um, next up on sales and, and stores and shit. I, I'd just like to announce before you continue with that, that uh, according to Cheap Gamer, Circuit City, which of course is all we've been talking about, you know, saving money and shit. Uh, is selling Left 4 Dead thirty nine ninety nine this week. Oh shit! Nice. That's um, ten dollars off. That's more than you'll save if you get it from Steam. If you want to, you know, right. balance out the amount of money it might take for you to get to the store. Right. But thirty nine ninety nine sounds pretty good. That's Left 4 Dead PC. And for Xbox three sixty, you get a ten dollar gift card, but it's still sixty bucks. I gotcha. Um, what is next? More on the store things. Um. More used game stuff. Nintendo, yep. fighting good fight. How we speak ain't good if you buy it used. Here's how it works. Uh, the we speak peripheral, which is due to hit, and this is from Luke Plunkett on Kotaku. We speak is due to hit shells any day now, and it's the latest game to take fight, the fight to used games. Included with the microphone is a download coupon for the we speak channel which you'll need if you want to use a device outside of games. The coupon is the only way you can get the channels. You can't download it from the shop channel. You can't pay for it, then download it. You can't even beg Nintendo for a copy. So if you want to buy a We Speak mic used, you won't get the coupon. You won't be able to use a We Speak channel. Savvy shot across the bow of used game retailers or, or dick move for budget-minded consumers. <laughs> Probably both. Uh, I heard that um, Gears of War 2 has a similar kind of thing where if you buy the game new... You get a code or something to download uh, maps, multiplayer maps, something like that. But if you get it used, the odds are you won't have that because the person who bought it new would have used the code. Right, right. Which yeah, is see, probably the same thing for this. The person right. who bought this new would have already used the code to get that channel. Like right, on. right. And like that—that's—that's that's been my one. Now that now that um. Uh, and unless I misheard you because it sounded a little bit garbled coming through, unless I misheard you and you already said this and I found I seemed like an ass, but like the whole Club Nintendo stuff? No, I didn't say that. Yeah, Go ahead. the whole Club Nintendo thing about how you get your DS games or Wii games or whatever and you take the code in the insert. Oh, yeah, which I, I that, have like a whole bunch of games I need to put in for because I would definitely want that Club Nintendo yeah. stuff. And then you register it, right? Mm-hmm. And you get all the shit because Club Nintendo's coming to the U.S. Nah, you don't because you bought it used. Yep, so. Um, it'd be really dirty if you just went and bought like a whole bunch of games, get plugged into the, the Nintendo DS codes. I mean, plugged in the codes, got all the stuff, and then just returned the games. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I got trade fraud. Yeah, it would be. Um, but enough about uh, used shit. We want to see who bought new shit, and. It looks like Nintendo's doing kind of well, a little bit well. I mean, the others are putting up a really good fight, but Nintendo's eking out a small victory. Um, the Wii, okay, so, so here are the MPDs. We put out a respectable 803,000 units uh, coming up second Nintendo DS with a, with a kind of decent 491,000 units for a total of um, over, 12, over 1.2 million um, 1.2 million units for, for, for Nintendo as a whole. October. Just for October 2008. It's pretty good. Uh, I mean, Xbox 360 put up a really good fight. I mean, they came in third with 371,000. And yeah. then uh, 
PSP with 193,000. I mean, that, you know, if, and then PS3 at 190,000 and PS2 with 136,000. You know, if you add these up together, you almost get somewhere near slightly, <laughs> slightly something close to what the Wii sold altogether. So that's not bad at all, I guess. And no, that wasn't sarcastic at all. Yes, it was. Um, let me actually <laughs> do the math here. Let's see. I could actually be wrong. They, they no, because have... it's more. Because you got three seventy one. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so combined, they sell ninety ninety thousand more units than the Wii. But then, if you take into account the DS stuff, then no. But um, of course, as is usual, um, well, not as is usual actually. Fa- this is surprising to me. Fable Two was in the number one spot for software. That is shocking. One point like, seven million. Yeah. A role playing game. Well, wait, wait, no, no, no. It's not one point seven. It's seven hundred and ninety thousand. That that number one there. I think number is... one, yeah. Because I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. Because Fallout Three sold three point three million. <laughs> yeah, and okay. not not just the fact that it's an RPG, but the fact that it's like, it's the, the type of RPG that it is. The, those kind of open world like, mm-hmm. open world fantasy things that like usually people go for Grand Theft Auto as opposed to something like this. Mm-hmm. But this is pretty strong. And then We Fit co- brings up the second place with 487,000. That's no, crazy. We're happy about that. That's uh, a lot. That's a lot, especially since that We Fit with Balance Board is How much money? Uh, $90. Yeah. And third, Fallout 3 at 375,000. I suspect that this is related to Gideon's question that this is um, the advertising it as a first person shooter at work. <laughs> I mean, which it kind of is. At this, uh, you know, no, it's not a pure shooter, but it has first-person shooting in it, yeah. I guess. Yeah. The Mario Kart's still at number four with 290,000. Oh, God. I don't we play at number five with 282,000. Crazy. We play. Uh, still hanging on there. We and the FM play. But guess what? You may have We Play, Mario Kart, and We Fit on there, but there's something that's not on there this month. Guitar Hero. No. Something that is Wii-related. Guitar Hero for Wii, because that's been on there for like how many months? But okay, oh, so, but that wasn't what I was referring to. I meant something that started with Wii. Uh, Wii Music. Aha. Wii Music. Oh, everyone. Oh, it's gonna sell Gangbusters. Oh, every. Oh, it's gonna about eighty-one thousand. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Under, under eighty-one thousand. Uh, this is from Tor Thorson on Gamespot. Um, the 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 deck here says despite. Oh, nice pun, Tor. Voice of Nord. Despite a symphony of hype, the last Shigeru Miyamoto's, the last of Shigeru Miyamoto's big four non-traditional titles hits a sour note <laughs> at U.S. retailers. But Cammy Dunaway says the game is evergreen, everlong. <laughs> when the MPD Group released its October sales figure yesterday, one title was notably absent from the top ten: Wii Music. For weeks, cash flow Nintendo has been heavily hyping the title, the last of the big four non-traditional properties, along with Wii Sports, Wii Play, and Wii Fit, conceived to appeal to non-gamers. Except Wii Sports Resort comes in the spring, and I'm actually looking forward to that. It even brought out legendary designer Shigeru Miyamoto to show off his latest creation to the U.S. press. Unfortunately, it seems not even a media blitz aided by the charms of the creator of Donkey Kong could spark Wii Music fever. According to Raw NPD data, Wii Music sold just under 81,000 units in the 11 days after it went on sale on October 20th. The number was merely a fraction of the 687,700 units Wii Fit moved domestically in a similar period when it went on sale April 19th. Though many will disclaim the discordant live jam session at E3's 
conference for We Music's lackluster debut, there are two more likely reasons. First and foremost, the rhythm genre is saturated with rock band and guitar hero. Duking it out for supremacy as rock revolution and ultimate band, the latter of which I did not know existed, and others... I think it's like a... Isn't that the Disney game or something? Yeah, I don't know. As long as there are... Whatever, others struggle to catch up. Secondly, Wii Music is the only one of the big four that wasn't bundled with hardware. That's a very good point. Thanks to being packed on with the normally thirty nine ninety nine Wii Remote, the forty nine ninety nine Wii Play continues to sell well, even though the game itself is worth about five bucks. Moving two hundred eighty two thousand units last month. So, do you know? Okay, at a Wii Play, they're like what ten games. There's like maybe two of them that are fun. So yeah. to say that, oh, you get a forty dollar remote. I'm like, yeah, but I get a five dollar game. Anyway, the Wii Balance Board's unique appeal helped Wii Fit sell four hundred eighty seven thousand units in October at eighty nine ninety nine. That that's the balance board by itself. No, that's the oh, that's Wii Fit and Balance Board. I must have just forgotten exactly what you said about two seconds ago. I'm sorry. Uh, well, Wii Sports sold 800... Okay, you can't say Wii Sports sold 803,000 units. Yeah, because... It's, in Japan, it's yes. Because that, yeah, exactly. Right. In Japan, yes, because it sold separately. But anyway. Naturally, Nintendo executives tried to put a brave face on things. Quote... We're predicting that it's going to be an evergreen title. Nintendo Executive Vice President of Sales and Marketing Cammy Dunaway told MTV. And if you look at titles like Brain Age, it's about the same as what Brain Age did during its first few weeks. Uh, you misplaced a quote there, but that's okay, because Ooh. I'm sure that um, you put it through a copy process, and I can't talk bad about you, because you are technically my boss. No, you're not my boss. But anyways, first few weeks, and went on to sell 2.5 million copies. We fit certainly had a larger launch than that, but I think that people are starting to understand we music. Um, <laughs> people I'm starting not. to understand it. Yeah, I understand not. the fact that it's not really a game. It's more just, just will your body every so often, and you'll I, get some progress. I really have to try it because Jen Sao from EGM slash One Up dot com before she left, she reviewed this game, and she gave it an A minus. And she what? said she said some shit like, "There's like." There's a lot of mu- there's a lot of stuff in there for people who know their music theory. Like it actually takes into take that stuff into account. Like as a trained musician, I actually find this really fun. And I'm like, what? okay, I can't believe this, but I'm going to have to just to see what it's all about. Because like if anybody is going to hate on this game, it'd probably be people who are like hardcore into music and like mm-hmm. value the ability to mm-hmm. play a real song. And this is basically, like, they already hate Guitar Hero. You should play real guitar. Yeah. You know? And then this is just, like, what? Just waving your arms around? Um, we, we got 60 seconds left before I, I want to wrap up the news, so if you guys got something to say about this. Let's save ourselves 60 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. There we go. Fuck music. All right. We're moving on to the mailbag. Mailbag. Sync up. Three, two, nine thousand. <clears throat> Bag of we're on, we're on to the mailbag, um, but before we actually ask the mailbag question, uh, I want to give some, some of the contest details. For those of you who did not read my GameSpot blog, uh, these are the contest details, and I'm going to read it word for word so that there can be no confusion. And also so that people who uh, kind of ask me exactly what they're supposed to do because they were confused about what they're supposed to do can be unconfused because there really is no way that you can be confused about what you're supposed to do. But apparently some people are. So anyway, here we go. I'm stating the rules for winning Capcom Shrike from us right here on this post. If you did, could not get your entries in by Sunday morning, which would be this morning. I mean, if you could get your entries in by Sunday morning, great. That's this morning. If not, don't worry. 
we will not be actually picking out our first winner until episode 114, which we are recording next week. Uh, which means that you have to get your entries in by, um, I want to say, Saturday the 22nd. Um, even though we're having the rock band party, uh, there, there's a slight chance that we'll survive to record on Saturday. And if not, we'll do it on Sunday. Yep. But yeah, get in it before then. Remember the date, November 22nd, Saturday morning. Uh, get in it before noon. So what are your entries supposed to be? We'll make it nice and easy, since a lazy lot of you couldn't even watch a five-minute video and write 200 words about it. Shittiness. I couldn't say shittiness like GameSpot, so I wrote suck it to. Here is what you are supposed to enter. Real simple. Simply submit a new topic idea for us. New. Meaning, don't ask us to talk about movies and games, because we already covered that over 90 episodes ago. So yes, a new topic. Um, for all those who are still confused out there, and who don't understand what I just said, submit a new topic idea for us to talk about. Again, if you are still confused, simply submit a new topic idea for us to talk about on the podcast. Are, does, are you guys, do you guys understand that? Is that kind of clear? Is that confusing for you guys? No. Us, we're not even in the contest, but sure. I, but what I'm saying, I'm asking you, is, is that confusing for you guys? I mean, do I need to explain it better for the people out there who are still confused? No. If they don't get it, then they don't get it. So send in your contest entries for topics, mailbag at trygames.net. Uh, send Tony some love. Tony, I think um, Digi wished you a happy birthday and anniversary last time. So, Thank you. Thank uh, you very Digi, much. Digi's a good guy. Um, yes, he is. And that's about it. You can find Tony in New York. So I just want to say one thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Friday, Hope, I'm going to Austin's house, and you're not invited. What? Don't be mean. Don't be cruel. Don't be cruel. All right, let's wrap this that up. we got to go. Dope. For Tony, who's not Jesus. inviting his wife. You know what? She, she really sucks at this. It's a joke, bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was an L <laughs> For Al Yeah, but that was good enough I've been your host, Austin, and you're gone No, 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 it's not all right